So welcome back, guys. And I'm guessing a lot of you are feeling the same as me right now. And that is just the urge to just get out of here. Like after all this COVID crap, I'm just so ready to just get out of Dodge and just full send overseas. I'm like yearning deeply for some adventure, for the sense of freedom to just fully let go and travel. I want to spend the next year just traveling. I've got some really big plans. So the podcast has been a little bit slow because I've been away working night shift in construction to save some cash so I can just go. So this episode, highly requested by you guys, once again, I sit down with Rio, we get high and we contemplate life. Although this isn't an adventure story, It's conversations like this that remind me to go into my fears, to create the life that I want to live. So I hope this conversation feeds your soul as it did mine, and I hope you get a good laugh out of it. Also, a big thank you to Get Well Soon Australia, organic CBD oil. What's good for the earth is good for you. So go to getwellsoonaustralia.com.au and put in the 10% discount code WILDONES. That's WILDONES, all one word, capital letters, 10% off organic CBD oil getwellsoonaustralia.com.au Enjoy this episode, guys. That's what the fuck makes sense. Nothing wrong with the thing. Something wrong with us. Something. <laughs> what? Which? Are we having yours or mine? What's I don't this care. Stuff? This is the stuff I got. Oh, no. This is the stuff from uh, South Coast. Oh, is that strong? I can't. Do you want stuff from Crescent? What's I mean, from this a town that another town that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, this stuff, this stuff, yeah, this stuff's pretty strong because yeah. it's like you get pretty baked if you smoke this stuff. Uh, well, I'm, I've been really, really liking this this stuff. Yeah, because it's oh well, actually, that's what I was going to tell you. Yeah, I haven't been smoking at all, and I just the other night I was out. And I was just talking to someone, oh no, I listened when I was driving up north, when I went to Yipoon last weekend, Yeah. and I never listened to my own podcast, like I'd like do when I like interview, like, or like when I'm editing. Editing, it. yeah. But I fucking went back, because Shelby was in the car with me, and we listened to, because we're going up to the Keppel, so we listened to the Geordie, the Witch, and the Wench, an episode uh... that I recorded up there, and we listened to the first conversations of Light and Elder that you and I did, and it was so freaking nice, but... That was the stage in my life that I wasn't drinking like hardly at all. I'd go out and just drink soda. Yeah. And yeah. well, I'd go out and drink soda and like, no, I'd have like one or two beers, but just get high. Mm. And anyway, so I was like, huh, I haven't been doing that. I haven't even been smoking. I've been going out and having a few beers or whatever. And then, so I've been out twice or three times since then. And I've just gone high and had like one or two beers and gone back to soda. And it's felt great. But uh, it's not yeah. only that, it's like the introspectiveness that I've had lately. And I was like, oh my God, I've got to start smoking weed again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like the other night we we're at the rails and I was sitting there and I don't know, I just got some st- stupid story in my head. I remember from the night before, mm. I was just like, you know, I had some weird story in my head and then I got high. I smoked a joint with everyone. Yeah. And then I turned and I looked at Shelby and went, oh, fuck. I'm sitting here with, like, the most beautiful woman in the world. Enjoy it. And yeah. so it was, like, high, just like, mate, it just took me out of this freaking dumb story that I had. 
And I didn't even have a, it wasn't about her. It wasn't about anything. It was just a story that was making mm, me mm. not let go into the moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. I got sure. home and I was like, oh, been dealt this opportunity in life. Yeah. It's interesting how complicated we make shit. It's yeah. like, you don't, we don't need to actually make it. It's no. everything's just what it is. And then we get, you know, I guess it's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, like our conditioning and, our, you know, the whole bullshit stories well, we've been trauma, told. Yeah. yeah, all the trauma, trauma that we've got, we just interpret. It's like putting filters over what's real. And you just, you know, you kind of, when you start to filter the truth, the truth gets a bit wacky. Yeah. yeah. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. We're smoking inside. We're going to get so much trouble if we get caught. We won't get caught. <laughs> Considering there's a hole like, you know, right know, next to I the know, window. We're going to just like... We'll, we'll, outside the window. Blow that joint outside the window. We'll pretend like if they... Yeah, well, I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> just we'll act on. Someone opens this door. If your wife opens the door. Yeah. And it's... <coughs> oh, shit. We'll just go into denial. Have you ever known... <laughs> You, you just say, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, don't, I don't smell anything. <laughs> are you making that up or what? <laughs> Complete denial. How annoying is it when someone, like, you know, someone's done something, they just completely deny it. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, they're fucking with you. <gasps> That's what Bo told me the other night. He had, like, this pact with his uh, brother and sister. Yeah. That no matter what happens, you don't give each other up. And they said they actually stuck to it. So their dad ended up calling it the um, the fairy did it or something, I think it was. But it was just like, you know, something would break. And the dad would be like, Bo, did you break this? And he'd be like, no. no. <laughs> like, Who broke it with your sister? I don't know. And they would all do it. Imagine having three kids. Just like. And I thought that's actually kind of good. Like, you know, they were against the dad. They like had this like strict bond not break. You know, they had honor in it. Mm, mm. You know, it's kind of, it's good camaraderie, you know. Are they still doing that? Because it'd be well, I don't pretty think cool. It's Thirty-five. They're probably like Bo's at my age, isn't he? Yeah. Thirty-five. Wait, should I put that in? Is I do that, one more. No, a little bit more. Oh, is wait. that Bo that? Um, <coughs> oh fuck! Is that Bo that? Uh, his mom. Uh, <coughs> did he used to work for me? That Bo. I don't know if he did, but you know him. Yeah, <laughs> I think he worked for me. <coughs> his mom is. Uh, I know his mom and dad. And his, yeah. Well, then Byron Crew, so yeah, everyone yeah. knows everyone. But Rio, mm-hmm. conversations with an alight and outer, <clears throat> I think round four. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you said you wanted to have a conversation again around fear. Mm-hmm. And since you said that to me a week ago, it's just like put this awareness in me of every time fear comes up and what it's tripped me out since you said it to me. Of how often fear comes up for me throughout a day, we just mm. don't even realize. Mm. I'm talking about the like the slight, minute, fucking like scared to say something to someone or scared to go order something or like social anxiety, like mm. even like oh, where do I do I order here or do I order there? Oh, I don't know how to do it or something. You know, mm. just like mm. on really minute scars, we're just constantly dealing with fear, mm. and I was like. Yeah, it's trippy, huh? What 
What do you, you know, like, what do you think? Like, I got an idea about it, but I, I want to know what you think about what, what's the fear? Where's it coming from? What is it about? Why are we so afraid? Well, because we think we're going to die somehow. Mm-hmm. And what I found is connecting to it, it's lately, it's the body. It's like sometimes my mind's not scared, but my body's scared. And this is the thing. I remember you saying to me, like, rational fear and irrational fear. Mm, mm. Fuck, I'm so good at rational fear. Like, yeah, so yeah, you good can at, do anything like oh that. Oh, my God. It's because yeah. I can communicate with myself. And then I've realized, like, irrational fear is things that aren't going to kill me, but my body has a memory, normally from childhood, Yeah, thinking that something is going to kill me. Mm. Hmm. That's a rational fear. So it's like something coming up normally happens in relationship because that's where our inner child comes out. That's where we really let our walls down and like mm. be vulnerable. But it's like get scared or reactive to something that happens in a social situation and I'm so fearful, fearful of what the other person's going to think, fearful of how they're going to react. A lot of it's like I'm so scared of how someone's going to react or take it. Mm. You know, if I like speak my truth or say something or you know or or where i'm responding and then when i get respond in fear you know what i mean like sometimes i have a conversation at the end of it i'm like where the fuck did all that come from and i realized i was just triggered somewhere in in there and i was just responding you know what i mean i was getting defensive and like why am i getting defensive what's this trigger it's because it's a fear you know but it's an irrational fear there's something within my body that says hey when this person does this they're against me or they're going to come for me it's like some i don't know it's like you know it's from well i do know i think it's from like things happening as a child and you didn't have the um awareness that we have now as an adult yeah to know that it was real or not you know what i mean it's just like your mum walks out of the room and you're like mom i'm hungry i want food and she doesn't come back and you're like fuck mom's <laughs> never coming back i'm gonna die you know you're yeah, a baby yeah you don't know, like, you don't know shit, you don't know, you know, and the next thing you're an adult and something happens that mimics that feeling of happening when you're a kid. Someone walks out of the room, you don't know if they're coming back and you sit there and you get all flustered, you get all scared, mm. you know, and you're like, what? That doesn't happen to me. Like, I don't get scared if someone walks out of the room. I saw you do that before. <laughs> <laughs> When I leave, you get nervous, huh? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my God. See if I'm going to come back. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. What in... Man. Mm. And you know, I, you know what I think why we go into fear? Why there's irrational fear and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's... Because you're right, 100%. It's about, it's about being afraid of dying. Mm. You know, but then it's kind of like, okay, so in social situations... There's a lot of fear around social situations, right? Mm. You know, because I think everybody on some level experiences that. So what, I, what I'm thinking is that, <clears throat> okay, we, human beings are social beings. Like, we need other people, and we actually wouldn't survive if we were the only ones here. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, we need love, we need connection, we need uh, community, we need all those sorts of things, Right. So, in essence, we know that if if we don't have that, you know, our lives are in jeopardy. 
you know, we can possibly die if, you know, especially if you're the only person you can't get everything that you need, whatever. I don't know. Mm. It's just we're, we're threatened, you know. So the worst possible thing we could imagine happening to us is being ostracized from our friends, from our community. Mm. You know what I mean? Because then it's like, what if we were just, you know, like, what if we lose our friends? What if we lose our support yeah, system? Well, it's not safe. Well, you totally are not safe. safe. Fuck, as you just said that, I had this full realization because I was like, you know, what this podcast is, right? And the messages that I get sometimes off people, mm. you know, like when I did the yacht episode, mm. there's two different dudes in the first week bought yachts over in WA. Both in WA. I think they were six oh, hours apart cool, from each other. It was cool. both. And it motivated to do that. But no, it's way deeper than that. You know, it's literally kind of exactly what you just said you're so scared about being ostracized or being different or something happening and that's why the spread of information or like storytelling or like these podcasts like right now about fear is so important because it's literally it's like when you share your story Mm. what you're literally doing is saying hey i did it and i'm okay i'm safe wow that's nice you know what i mean so when someone hears it you know, it's like, oh, I want to ride a bike around the world, but like you're scared. You're like, fuck, I can't do that. Then you hear a story about someone doing it. Why does it motivate you so much? It motivates you because they did and they came back and they're safe. Yeah, you know, so you it can gives do you it. hope. Yeah. It gives you, it shows you that you can do it. Yeah. So that motivation is that like step to help go into your fear. But it's like, do we always need someone to motivate us? to go into our fear. Wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. like like how like we get motivated. Like I get so motivated when I see other people do things. And I'm just thinking about what about the things that I haven't seen anyone else do? There's no self-belief. Wow, There's man. Not that's much a, self-belief That's an interesting question. Huh? Mm, that's it's fear. Like... That's scary. Like trial and error you're the first one doing you're going for not even it's not the reason why i'm saying this because it's like i'm thinking like about how we live in the confines of fear Mm. we literally everything we do is just we only do the things that we feel safe doing Mm. right Mm. are we going no 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 no, we don't no because we do we do push back the envelope we do Mm. try stuff and yeah i guess there's an element of fear when we do first try it but you know, we, I don't know. Mm. It's, <laughs> it's a hard talk. There's so it much. It's like, so much. Whenever I think about, I live in the confines of fear. It's like everything that I'm not giving myself that I would love to give myself. Mm. I'm only not out of fear. You know, like what I want to create in my life, you know, creating an amazing relationship with someone, setting those boundaries that you're only putting out that I'm only going to accept this and creating that life. You know what I mean? By being being your true, authentic self. Yeah. Dropping the act, right? It's like to have the life that you want to live. To be happy. Like, you know, I always think like, just be your fucking superhero. Like how easy it is. Yeah. Like how easy it is to think that. And then I'm like, the only reason we don't is because we're in the confines of our own fear. Everything, when I think about like, what, what, I, what do I want to do in my life? You know, like right now, I was like, I lo- would love to... I just want to help trauma. Like, mm. I want to help trauma at the core. I want to, like, help do adventures with kids and give them the oh, tools wow. to be an honorable person wow. before they do traumatize people. And also then help men that are traumatized because traumatized people just traumatize people. 
but it's like it's so scary like you know i'd love to have that life right but yeah. why haven't i the only reason why i haven't given it to myself yet is out of my own fear and what's your fear that i'm not good enough you yeah, know what i mean yeah, that's so it's huge. like anything that's just one yeah. example but anything i haven't given myself it's yeah you don't deserve it I'm like not, the I'm things not that good i enough, really so want I that i haven't done it. yet yeah. you know but the things that i have done mm. so far they i've done them all because i've learned at some point to go into that fear like everything that i've done to, to get me to this point mm. i had to learn at some point to go into that fear and do it you know that self-belief mm. yeah well that's why i think it's critical that you know we learn to love ourselves you know what I mean? you know what I mean mm. because it's sort of like if see the I, like you're saying your fear is always underlying the, the underlying fear is always that you're not good enough mm. right yeah and that's so interesting because it's kind of like that's just a conditioned belief that we have it's just another fucking belief the only mm. place that belief exists is in your head it's it it's not true it doesn't exist anywhere else it's just some kind of concept that you've gotten into your head mm. at some point and you believed it after a while. Mm. And it's kind of like that's, that's the greatest limiting factor in anybody's life mm. is the belief that they're not good enough. And then if they do something, they'll fuck it up and mm. they'll be ostracized from the community because everybody will see them fuck up. Yeah. I, I ran into Dean, a mm. like, really good mate of mine, permaculture man, uh, a couple of days ago in Mullum. And I said, you know, catching up, how you been going? And he just went to... Elements Festival? Was it Elements? The one in Byron just recently? Nah, the one up at Sunny Coast. Oh, yeah. Well, it just went to this festival. Yeah. And I said, um, you know, how'd it go? And he goes, well, I had a great time in the end. I said, oh, what do you mean? And he said, well, I said, he, he just goes to me, I had all this high school stuff come up. Oh, and I went, wow. what do you mean? And he said, well... I got all nervous before going there because it was a big crowd of people and, and he said he didn't know if he like had the right clothes to wear or like, you know, he started having this story like, oh, is he going to fit in? Mm. And then when he got there, he said it took two days for him to relax into the story because he said he felt like, well, I said, I said to him, do you mean you felt like an imposter? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I felt like I like I wasn't good enough. They're all the cool kids. This is not my game. Like, I, you know, there were some people that like he he wanted to because you know, it was a huge doof kind of thing. Yeah. Like party. Yeah. And there was, you know, some people really letting go and being free and wearing like all wearing clothes like this or whatever. And so he felt like he didn't fit in. Mm, you know, mm. zebra without the you know he didn't have the painted stripes on like the zebra. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sitting in the yeah. herd. Like, that's what he felt like. That's what he made himself to feel like. Yeah. And he said it took two days and he just let go into it. You know, he's like, oh, I just had to let go. And once I let go, once I dropped the story that was that he wasn't good enough, he was able to have a good time. But it was, I thought it was fucking brilliant that he saw that. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. He just goes straight up life, high school. Lifesaver, man. It's kind of like, yeah, if you, I mean, that's the, that, if I have a mm. fear Okay, here's my greatest fear, is that I continue to live my life as if I believed the lie that tells me I'm not good enough. Mm. That's my greatest fear. It's like to actually continue to lie to myself for the rest of my life, I, I can't think of a greater nightmare. 
you know, because it's sort of like, it's sort of like once you start to realize that you are good enough, that there's never been, you can't even possibly not be good enough. Mm. You know, like you not being good enough is kind of like looking at God in the face and saying, you fucked up, you created me. You know mm. what I mean? It's sort of like, don't insult God. That's a bad mm. idea. You know, it's like you're going to set yourself up for a shit life. You know? mm. So so believing that you're not good enough is kind of like it's it's not true. Mm. And if you create a life around that story, you're creating a life of insanity because you're basically lying to yourself your whole life. Yeah. You're creating a lot. You're, you're living a fucking lie. And it's like you're asking, you know, you're looking at everything that you look at and you're expecting it to all make sense. But why would anything in the world make sense if you're lying to yourself continuously? It, it's an impossibility. You're creating this mm. false reality that you're experiencing. You're portraying yourself as somebody you not even that you don't really are. You know, there's some story about your like your ego, you know, you're living through an ego rather than who you truly are. Mm. And it's kind of like, so everything in your life, so if, okay, I'll take this all back. This has been my experience. It's not, I'm talking about anybody else. I'm, I'll be really honest. And I'll just say, this is what I've done a lot of my life. Okay. This mm. has been my experience is to not realize that I'm okay to live my life, you know, apolo like a walking apology, you know, saying sorry for fucking existing. You know what I mean? And as a result, I created a whole story built on a story that I wasn't good enough. Mm. And it's kind of like, man, we all deserve so much better than that. It's funny. As you're saying that, I was just picturing my mate at the festival. Mm. And I was just picturing the listeners all relating to it. Going, oh, oh I felt that. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. And then as you're saying, like, you know, the, it's insane. I was just thinking, like, even though we relate to it, actually think about it it's yeah. fucking insane it's insane it's insane it's like literally insane like let's say you go somewhere and you don't you could just have a, the greatest time if you just allowed yourself if you allowed yourself to let go mm. you know it took him two days and he he did it and had a great time mm. some people wouldn't some people you know like right, oh, i just i just I was just thinking, like, the earlier you learn that lesson, oh, fuck. the yeah. earlier yeah. you're yeah. going to have a yeah. fucking good life. Yeah. Like, the earlier you learn that lesson, sometimes I just think that that's the, one of the greatest things you said to me. And when this comes up for me, mm. I just have to say this is not my story and wash it off. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I just oh fuck it. I, I had to do that the other night, and I was in the band. The last two songs were about to come, like it started, and I was just in the middle dancing, and someone handed me a beer, and now I had this full beer in a mosh pit, mm. and I couldn't dance and just fully express, and it was like bouncing <laughs> around, like it's sweating me and everything, and yeah, I yeah, just yeah. like was like, fucking throw I it. I want this beer. <laughs> I feel like, but I feel like I I have to have it. Someone yeah. handed it to me, blah, blah. And I looked and I was like, I actually don't want this right now. It's going to take away from my experience. And I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? I should, you know, and I turned around and I saw Bo actually, like, 
back behind me and I was like, oh, do you want a beer, dude? He was like five people back. He's like, yup, and took it. It was so funny that when I spoke to him, he's like, oh my God, I took that beer and it just spilled all over me. <laughs> but as soon as I handed it to him, I just remember thinking, it's not my story. Like, like as in, I don't want that right now. What I want is just to just dance right here in mm. this moment. Mm. And it just fully, you know, mm. and I just, um, it was just funny seeing that where I'm like, hang on, what do I want? Yeah. What do I want, yeah, what do I want I right want? now? It's like, I don't want to miss this moment. And it's hard, like, sometimes... I remember years ago, oh, this is a thing that I took me years to learn. Mm. I was doing what everyone else is doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much more fun not to do that. Yeah. I know, but it's even, just insanely more fun. Even on the ah. subgroup, like, on the, like, just on a small group level, not in the, the greater co- collective consciousness, just on the small yeah. group level going to see a band with your mates. Like, I remember one time I went to see Fat Freddy's drop at Kingscliff. Yeah. And uh, everyone stayed in the back. <laughs> I was like, does anyone want to come to the front? And like, no. Nah. I was just like, well, I'm going. And I went and had so much fun. After a while, one, like, one mate joined, came joined, up, no, uh, or yeah. one, one yeah. mate did. And then when I walked out, my friend's cousin got annoyed at me. She's like, oh, you just barred us all night and blah. And I was like, it's like, <laughs> I was like, look, it's like, not my story. It's like I came here, like I gave you the opportunity. I wasn't ditching you. I'm yeah. sorry that you felt like I did. I'm hit back here with you. I said, for me, I just really like that band, and I wanted to give myself the opportunity to to dance, to dance, and ex- yeah. and really express that in the now. And just because if anyone else wasn't feeling that, that's fine. Yeah, but I was. But I'm sorry that you felt that way. You know, <laughs> but it's just like you know, and that's the that's the levels of fear right there. It's like. You don't do it because you fear how someone might think. Oh, totally, yeah. But do you think she, she wasn't annoyed at me when I owned it and when I explained? No. I, like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even need to explain. It's yeah. like, yeah, I actually don't have to. I gave it, it was, because because. Well, you really know what? I mean, it's kind of like if anything, you just doing what you want gives other people permission to do what they want. It does, eh? You know, you're just, you're just an example, you know, and they'll look at you and go, fuck, he can do that. It's just like mm. you saying there's a lot of stuff you haven't done until you've seen somebody do it. And then you thought, fuck, I can do that. Or, it's you know, safety. Yeah. Say, you, you know, done. there's safety in that. So it's like all of a sudden you getting up, doing what the fuck you wanted to do in that moment, mm. gave everybody in the room the, the power to fucking decide for themselves, to, you know, oh my God. to embrace themselves, you know, to say, fuck it, you know, I can do whatever I want, you know, too. It's I fucking never... awesome. Oh, we're... yeah, that's it's important that mm. we all just live a life, you know. If, if you want to be an influencer, be an, inf- an influencer that turns people on to live in their lives. Mm. How exciting, you know? Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, uh, just a second ago, you were talking about how you'd s- catch yourself in a lie. Mm. And then you'd, you know, see it. Mm. Once you see that, you know, once you see, you know, you're telling yourself the story, I'm not good enough. And once you see that, it's like that's the greatest opportunity in the world because all of a sudden you see it and you don't have to do it anymore. You know, you can become aware of what what your belief systems are, and you can say, "Wow, that belief system sucks." <laughs> you know, mm. like, how do you like you know, like constantly listening to myself telling me I'm not good enough? Mm. A belief, right? Fuck! If there couldn't be a worse belief to believe, it's mm. that one. You know, it's like so insane. So here, when I would get in these social yeah. social situations, what I, what would happen for me was I would be. I would catch myself going in. I remember. I remember talking to this uh, this girl one day, and 
I started, you know, and I had this feeling like I wasn't good enough. She's she's a total babe, right? You know, and I'm thinking, oh, this is, you know, I'll talk to her. And I was catching myself in some story about like, oh, I need to be like this around her. Yes. And I got to show her that I'm cool and I've got to do this and I got to do all these things, right? I got to behave a certain way now. I can't mm. be who I am. I got to be who I think she you wants put her me on to a be. Pedestal. Yeah, I, I got to I got to please her. Well, no, it's not that you even put a it's not that you put her on a pedestal. You took yourself off. I fucking off took one. mine off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took exactly. yours off. You're yeah. at the same level. Yeah. You know, you're just just purely because you're a human. Yeah, yeah. You're totally. exactly who you're yeah. supposed to be. And you know, don't. It's like I don't now. If I feel like not good enough, I don't beat myself up about it. I just kind of go, wow, that's an old story that I, <laughs> oh, you know, God. like. So, but in the moment that day, I was talking to that girl. I just remember I I stopped right in the mid sentence, right, because I caught myself trying to be somebody somebody I wasn't right and I caught myself and I just closed my eyes and I just went silent and I just remember saying to myself I, I, I said a prayer to myself I said thank you Lord for showing me the lie that's held me down my entire life I'm mm. free I don't have to fucking do this anymore and I just opened my eyes and I started talking to this girl and I said to her I said I go I said, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> like, I go, I was trying to figure out some fucking story to tell you so that you'd like me, right? And I was like, you know, I was just had all these ideas of what I had to do and tell you and all this stuff. And I said, I'll apologize in advance. <laughs> I don't want to fucking live my life like a beggar. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to do that. And I literally, I just told her all this shit. And then I said, and then I said, okay, now that I'm back to being me, you know, like, I'm going to have fun talking to you. Right. Mm. And it was just really interesting. It's like I had so much fun with that woman, mm. you know, because all of a sudden I was fucking liberated, you know, right. it's just like I, you know, and it was at the time I just thought I have to do this. You know, it's like I can't, mm. you know, you know, just think of all the times in your life. You could have actually been authentic and been with somebody that you really liked. Mm. And you didn't show them who you really were. Oh, man. And then it's like, then for the rest of your life, you've lied to that guy or that person. And you don't have a connection with them as to who you really fucking are. And you're always trying to pretend to be that person that's draining as fuck. Oh, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love hunting. I'll go again. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> brutalizing. <laughs> It's, in, it's yeah. insane. Like I'm told uh, guys on construction jobs, they're like, oh, yeah, I love hunting. And, that, and that's like, yeah, something I suppose want to get more into. But I'm just like, yeah, I love it too. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. oh, I love like, like oh, Everyone in the room is saying they're just like, they're all doing it. And you're like, yeah, me too. <laughs> you're like, fuck. Like, shit. And then you're like, why did I say that? I did it. Did you ever see that beer ad where they're all like talking about you know, like, you want a beer? Yeah, man, I'll have one. And then and then they all kind of look at each other and be honest. And you go, I don't even like the way it tastes. <laughs> I caught myself doing this. The other, whoa. This is a di It wasn't. Okay, so I interviewed Rasta. Yeah, yeah. The other way. That's pretty impressive. I fucking, he's my hero. No, but he's my hero. This yeah, he's my hero too, man. <laughs> no, he's my hero. No, 
Dude, I love you. <laughs> it was so funny. We're on the way there and Robin and I was nervous. So this is a story about me being nervous. Exactly yeah. that not good enough thing, right? Because mm. I actually started getting nervous. Mm. No one I've interviewed really got nervous with. It's just... And because I'm always have that story. I'm just going to learn. I'm just going to connect with this person. Yeah. But because this... Because Ras has had such an influence on my life... Mm. It was like, I had this story. It's like, oh, I just want to be liked by him. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I got nervous. And on the way there, it was so funny. This is, I realized how I, how I, when I get nervous, I just be a smart ass. So Robin was um, in, the, in, in the passenger seat. He was coming to film and take photos. And I started going to him. Oh, when we get there, man. Because he's like, he's like, he was real excited. He's like, yeah, like. Fuck, it's so excited it's to go like good. hang out with Rasta. Like, this is gonna be sick, you know. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, dude. When we get there, I'm telling him. And I was like, I was like, yeah, he was my idol. And then I was like, when we get there, man, I'm telling him how um how you've still got his posters on your wall. <laughs> and he's like, fuck off, God, he's going all red. And I was like, so I'm just giving him shit. Going, oh man, I'm telling him how much you love him, you know. And yeah. then yeah, when I got no. there, like I yeah, I started getting nervous, and I was sitting there, I was chatting to him. Yeah. And I've realized that I was only saying things that I think he would want to hear. And then I went, fuck, nah, like, just drop into it. Just let it go. Yeah, just. And I did. And I talked to him. And you want to know something? Now I'm like, he's my hero even. Even more. Way more. Yeah, yeah. Because how much he, how much he actually. He does that himself. He drops in. He just fully connected with me and Robin. Just he took the time to like get to know me and understand me and talk about what makes me click. But it wasn't that. It was that his heart was so pure. Yeah. Right. And um, there's been a lot from that. And I think it's the whole point of like why I do this. It's like who do you want to become? And it's like yeah, it's wrong. Like I want to become more honourable mm. and seeing people and talking to them that aren't. I got a sponsorship offer like maybe after this, like mm. about a week later from quite a corporate company that was like, I won't say their name just in case they actually like come yeah, to the yeah, party. Yeah. But yeah. they sent me an email wanting to sponsor the podcast and quite a corporate company would have been great for it yeah, yeah. or whatever. But they came at me with like, hey, it wasn't nothing about your message. We like what you do or whatever. It's just like your image, your numbers, your reach, this and we want to offer you this. And I just wrote, and I was just thinking about it. I was like, whoa. And I was like, Wild Earth, as a company, they sponsor me because they believe in the yeah. message. Yeah, yeah. They don't believe in the numbers. They believe in quality of message, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. So they believe in, they want, you know, and same with everyone that I've aligned with. They've mm. come at me and they're like, oh, dude, we love what you're doing. We want to support it. Mm, mm. you know what i mean oh we love what you're doing we believe in your message we Mm. align with that yeah we want to be we want to be associated with you because we like you yeah and i was like thinking about i was like what would rasta do (laughs) no no, it wasn't even what rasta do thought about it it was like what would my hero self do hey rasta what's your favorite sunglasses (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna go 
<laughs> no, and I fucking I know, man. No, I, know exactly. I messaged these guys back. Or no, it wasn't that. It was, yeah, it's just like, what's the most honourable self? And I messaged these guys back and said, "Hey," and I went, th- "Like thanks. honoured, thanks yeah. so much." But I said, and I said to him, "Hey, I only align with companies that um, truly believe in something." And I said, "You guys have a great image that could suit for men's mental health. If that's something that you guys want to push, it's something that I believe in." quite well like you know um Mm. quite a lot like especially with the podcast so it's like i would like to align with something like that and i told him where i align with like you know wild earth or about getting people to connect to the natural world Mm -hmm. you know Mm. so we can all protect it and enjoy it and love it Mm. you know so it's like you know so you haven't heard back from but well you know that's smart no but i was thinking about it i was like what do i want i don't want this and I was thinking back and I was like, whoa, like speaking with Rasta may inspired me to do better, right? Yeah. But the only way I got that message from Rasta was because I let go of the story Yeah. that I was trying to like, and I allowed myself to have a proper conversation. And once we dropped into that conversation, when I dropped the story, this is where I got inspired. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is where, because I truly got to connect with someone properly without this story of me putting a cardboard cutout going, hey, I'm actually this cool, like, please love me. Well, Rasta actually could, Rasta actually saw you. You know what I mean? Rasta could actually communicate with you. You know, Mm. rather than some creation, you know, some story that who you are. Mm. He actually actually had an opportunity to meet you, Mm. have a conversation with you. And you had a, the opportunity to meet somebody authentic mm. and have a conversation with them because you were being authentic. And so what it did, it gave me a greater understanding of who he is and who mm. I am. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, yeah, and it's just... Isn't it, that brilliant? It just, it just allowed me, like, it, what it did, it allowed me to step up to more of my authentic self, right? Every, and I was saying, every time I do that with someone, Every time I just fucking drop the story and allow myself to be me, mm. not care what they think, yeah, give them the opportunity to do that to me, oh, fuck it, it makes my life incredible. You know, that's why your relationship with Shelby is as good as it is. Because you're actually fucking there for her mm. as yourself. Mm. That's the only reason it's, like, it's different than all the other relationships you've well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, no, I don't want to say that. It is. But it, it, I have a feeling it's different because for probably the first time ever, you've actually trusted yourself enough that you showed her who you really are and what you really want, what mm. you believe, all these kinds of things. And it's kind of like, wow, man, if she still likes me after knowing all this stuff about who I really am, she's fucking awesome, first of all, because she can see mm. the value in me being me. Right, she can mm-hmm. see the value in allowing me to be who I am. So for me, that's a person that I'd pick. That's with Elvian. It's the same thing with her because she allows me to fucking be who I am. She gets mm-hmm. grumpy with me, but mm-hmm. you know, it's at the end of the day because she wants what she wants, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, she sees me for who I really am. Mm-hmm. And to be in a relationship, fuck, man, that's the, the closest person in your life. You really fucking want to be there, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be. Fuck, how, how horrible would it be to have to pretend to be somebody else you're not? And maybe that's why relationships don't work is because 
it gets fucking tiring pretending to be somebody else. Mm. And at some point, and then, and at when some you're point, doing you give that, up. You're attracting someone that you're not authentically actually connecting with. So 100%. they don't know you, you don't know them, and then you get into a deep relationship and all the shit comes out because yeah. you actually don't like them. <laughs> or, and, or, or they don't like or, you. Or they don't like you. Because you you were some bullshit well, dumb fuck you know pretending you know you were pretending to be some fucking person that you weren't well that's wait realizing my pattern horrible realizing my pattern and my childhood wounds and my mother wounds doing shadow work yeah holy fucking hell the only reason why i'm in this position right now exactly okay exactly what you just said right Mm -hmm. and then i'm thinking okay i had to come to realization why did i date like two women in a row that was just so similar to not meeting any of my needs, right? And I've always had the answer to friends of mine. A really good girlfriend of mine, she does it. She'll only pick traumatized men Mm. that are deep in their trauma or their pain and are are unavailable. It's socially, it's like they've got something going on. They need to look after themselves right now. They don't have time for someone else. It's like, they're doing shit. Right, kind of thing, and then you come along and you go, "Oh, okay, well, I help, I'll help you do it." Okay, my both relationships that I had were they weren't there for me. It was all about being there for them. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. It's like they didn't do that. I chose to do that yeah. because then I didn't actually have to be seen. And also, you know, like because I didn't. Believe it's like it. you're you're kind of begging them to, you know to tell you you're okay well i remember thinking one time like oh like when i first got with lexi just thinking i need to do this because and she she doesn't do that for me but that's okay because i don't need love yeah. she does yeah you actually break that down you're like fuck oh, i was doing that it's all the self that's just like oh, i'm not worthy of it i don't believe yeah, i'm worthy, worthy of, of it no, good i said this to my mate the other day because she's been doing it Hmm. I went, why do you feel you're not worthy of love? Why are you so scared to be seen? And she just broke down and started crying. Hmm. And she was like, oh, my God, we just realized her pattern. She goes out with unavailable men. It's not that they're unavailable. It's like, Lexi, I went out with her for seven years. But, you know, she had her deep, she had her own issues going on. So it was like, I'm focusing on this. I need to work on this to survive. She's in fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's fine. I love you for you. Step up. Let's help you. Mm. And then all my energy, and I'm like, why am I so happy just to do that? I'm like, because she's never actually going to have to look at me. She's never going to actually look at me. And that's that was my biggest fear, was fully mm. being seen by yeah, people. Yeah, to be seen. Yeah. You know? But it's the only because I didn't really know myself. Dropping the act yeah. and really dropping into me and learning who I am, traveling and experiencing whatever, the more I've learned is the more, like, I actually... Wow, I'm realizing this as I was saying. It's like the more I've learned about me, by and the only way I've learned that is by stepping into fears. The only way you learn that, and fuck, I was just thinking, how much stuff I don't know yet about me. How much stuff do you not know about you, Rio? What through fears you haven't gone into yet? Yeah. Wow, that sounds fun. There's a screaming in the background. Yeah, I like it. It sounds like they're having a good time. Yeah, you know, you know what the thing is, it, it's, it's kind of like, 
diving into fear actually becomes exciting for for me okay mm. what i guess okay here's i guess this is the best way to explain it okay the payoff for me in looking at myself and looking at my belief systems and you know deciding what i want to keep and what i don't want to keep is a belief right and just kind of getting to that point in my life where it's like fear diving into fears shows me all that stuff you know diving into fear kind of like it gives me an opportunity to see what the inner workings of my mind, mm-hmm. what's really going on for me. You know, it's like I just become, you know, observant of, you know, what I'm thinking while I'm doing something or, you know, and it's just been this liberation to kind of like confront these fears and realize they're not even real. They're just, or, mm. you know, if they're an irrational fear, it's like, it's okay to deal with it, you know, just to wake up in it. Right. Mm. And, it's become habitual for me because I like having a good time and waking up in the stories that I told myself that didn't serve me. I really enjoy doing that. So it's like what I've done is I've just turned it into a bit of a habit of just pushing myself and waking up in stories and having a really good fucking time doing it. You know, it's benefiting me in every possible way. So it's like I enjoy pushing through my fears and now it's just a habit. Whatever you do a lot of, you get good at. So now it's just like, it's it's what I want to do. I want to confront myself continuously, not in a, not in a mean way or anything. But you're like only that. Doing I'm just that enjoying it. You're only doing that because you know you're capable. Like you know that you've, you'll pull it off. You know, because going into your fears, because you're constantly doing it, it gets easier and easier. Well, you, it's you, just you, it, it's just that the fears actually don't mean anything anymore. Yeah, they just become meaningless. It's just kind of like they're just like they're like little bumps on the road, Would you know. You say, and you just gotta like you can just keep going. You don't really have to fucking stop for them. You know what I is mean? Is that because you drop control? Oh yeah, massively. Like that's massively. You know, massively. Sometimes that's what I think. It like comes down to so much because that is fear. I suppose that it's us trying to control. That's why we're trying to control. We're trying yeah. to control everything yeah. so we don't fucking die. I suppose, but it's just like the thing is the liberation is like when you're like I literally can't control anything. Yeah, I can't control what anyone thinks. No, so it's their traumas behind them. I can't control what they do. I can't control fucking what's happening today. The sun, the weather. The yeah. moon. I yeah. can't control how that person's going to react to something. Mm. The only thing you can control is your thoughts. Yeah, it's me. So you, it's yeah, like, it's you. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. It's, it's like crazy, letting yeah. go of what you can. Because it's just like that's. It's like you can't control the outcome. You can't. But you can. You can have a go. You can persuade it. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. if you. It's, I don't know. You know, it's it's, just like you know, you can, like you know, we think what the reason no. we're here is to survive, right? And that's our main driver in mm. life is to survive. Okay, that's what most people. If you know, you you say to them, you know, what what's your greatest fear? Fear of dying. You know, fear of not being here, mm. right? And it's kind of like when you when you realize that letting go of all the stuff that holds you back, right? Once you start to realize that letting all that stuff go enhances your chances of survival incredibly because all of a sudden you know it's like all these th- all these things that you're telling yourself which aren't true about yourself all these things that you're lying to yourself telling yourself you're not good enough right 
all of a sudden when that stuff just gets blown out of your door and it's not yours anymore, it's not your story, it's kind of like you just become that much more lovable, right? Mm. Okay? And if you're lovable, everybody's going to look after you. You know what I mean? You know what I just realized? Everybody's going to go out of their way to fucking take care of you. If it's survival, yeah, just by being your authentic self, yeah, 100%. you're only going to attract people that love you for your authentic self. So you're going to build true connection. You're going to back each other. In a survival instinct. Yeah. In, a, in a survival instinct, all you're doing is opening yourself access to more resources to yeah. survive yeah because you build tribe and people look after you i was just thinking about like yeah to survive we need resources you know you know what i mean it's people like, are resources people are resources people are they're resources. your tribe and the only it's like you're hanging around with a bunch of fucking people that don't actually like you or maybe they do it's just i don't know like yeah okay you know yeah it's funny like a friend said to me the other day is like she's had some friends come over from wa and mm. she said she like they're just always mean to her mm. and she goes but she's like has this she realized she has this like for this group she has this thing where she needs to be liked by them so she goes and hangs out she realized she doesn't actually like them but she she's trying she wants it, yeah. she wants them to and i was just thinking like you wait that's so much time you're wasting because those people aren't actually going to do anything for you a relationship is, is an exchange why do we enter a relationship of any kind? It's because like you're going to give me something, I'm going to give you something. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're going to have a good time together. You're going to give me fun. You yeah. know what I mean. You're going to really you give me great conversations. You yeah. know what I mean. Like you're going to love me. Yeah, you know yeah. I'm going to love you. So it's like yeah. you're in a relationship where there's no exchange. All you're doing is giving. You don't get anything back, and you're only just giving out of your own fear of like not being good enough or like this story that you're not good enough so you're trying to make these people like you that you know don't. what it is too you're not actually giving you're you're pretending like you're giving you know it's like you're not giving what people need which is you you're giving them oh, some yeah. fake shit right you're giving yeah. them fake shit and that's kind of insulting it you is. know what i mean it's like to be hanging out with somebody and say mm. i want you one i want you to love me i want you to love me i want you to love me right mm. and you don't fucking show up for them as who you really are mm. it's kind of like it's a bit of an insult it's yeah. sort of like you know and it's kind of oh man i actually this get happened super insulted by it this happened to me one time i just remembered there was this guy and I, yeah. this guy was the coolest guy right and i so wanted him to like me right i just wanted him to pat me on the head and tell me i was okay right yeah <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he's the cool he's the dude oh yeah he was a dude so i ended up that you know like he was appalled by me <laughs> you know it was kind of like dude yeah. get away from me man it's sort of like you like know it's smelling on you yeah you know and it was like, like that it was like oh my god he's just trying to kiss my ass and the, and the weird thing was it's like me and this woman that i was with right at the time which samashi was awesome chick anyway we're both like bagging this guy at oh he's just an arrogant fucker you know it's like he's just so uncool you know like we're really cool and all this kind of shit trying to make ourselves feel better because we're trying to crawl up his ass and he doesn't want us to right (laughs) (laughs) so you're like no the guy's a douche so anyway it was so weird because um so after that right i kind of like got the hint you know don't go over there. It's, it's embarrassing. Stop doing that, right? Don't go over there and make yourself look as stupid as you are, right? So I stopped, right? And then it was like, 
like a year later or whatever, you know, we kind of hung out a bit, you know, but it was just sort of like, I just was at that point where it's like, I kind of saw what I was doing to him and I was a bit embarrassed about it. But it's like, at the same time, I was really happy I saw it. Mm. And I just became authentic with this guy, right? It just, you know, fuck it. He's just, he's, he's who just he is. He's just a dude. And so you're... am I. And it's kind of like, I just enjoyed our company after that for what it was. And then this guy invites me to his wedding Right, and wants me to kind of like be the best man at his wedding. <laughs> you know? Well, you really, you really like climbed the social ladder on this one. It was just, yeah. it was just the weirdest experience though to kind of see how I was pushing this poor guy away, and then as soon as I fucking just dropped it and you just became myself, with him and he and be, liked yeah. you. Oh yeah, he liked you that much. He wanted to be for who we were. We were really just like friends then. You know, and I was just thinking it was only your ego. Oh God! It was only your ego that wanted to climb the social hierarchy ladder that you made up in your mind. Completely. You, you made up in your mind that if you fucking become mates with this dude, you're gonna be cooler. Everybody's gonna like me. Everyone's gonna like me, right? Oh, and then you're like, fuck. fuck! As soon as you dropped it, he actually did like you. Well, he actually. Well, how could he, he had fucking, the opportunity? Well, yeah. To. How could he not like me? And is the question. You know, it's yeah. like literally who I am is fucking amazing. You know, it's like I am. I am the unique manifestation of unconditional love that I am, just like you are and just like everybody else is. Well, you can't fucking help but love somebody if they're just being who they really are. Well, you, you can't can. help it. You can. Now you if can. If you're caught up in your own story. But yeah, if you're lying to yourself and <laughs> yeah. not acknowledging that I mean. you're... Yeah, if you're, if you're yeah. unaware of the fact that it's okay to be you, mm. then you'll probably have a problem with that guy. You'll think you're he's arrogant. Yeah, you'll probably gonna, think he's you, an arrogant You're going to look for a story. It's funny. I was thinking about like famous, like a famous person. Hey... Oh, it's, yeah, Chris Hemsworth, you know, lives in Byron. People see him yesterday, he gave uh, Bo a shaka. Yeah. And yeah. Bo's like, oh, I got a shaka, you know, I shaka Chris. And he said, um, and then we said, like, imagine how many people probably like wave at him and he doesn't <laughs> wave back. And then people are like, that dude's a dick. <laughs> you know, he doesn't wave and he didn't even say hi. You know what I mean? You're thinking, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you've just got to, it's actually not in his story. He probably didn't even see her. It doesn't imagine. I was just thinking, like, someone like that, or like someone, some mega famous person sitting out to dinner, yeah. trying to have a fucking dinner with their wife, and people are coming up, trying to meet them and ask for autographs, or they think they owe them something, right? And then they're like, oh, like, oh, I don't have time. You know, sorry, I'm having dinner with my wife. Then the next person comes up, oh, so, and the guy, like, gets to the point where he just ignores him. Yeah, yeah. For and then sure. the guy comes up, he's like, wants to meet him. Oh, he's just ignoring me. What an <laughs> asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's insane. It's like, just like, it was just, just because we want something from them. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, we're, we're, think you're yeah. an asshole if it's their story. That's what I mean. I'm like, if that person actually doesn't love you, you don't want to fucking you don't want to hang, out. hang out with them anyway. You, like, don't, you don't actually want that. I say this to these people in relationships when they're like, oh, like, relationships are breaking up and you're like well do you actually oh this is hectic i had some friends come stay at mine and while they're at mine she found out her hubby had been cheating on her while she was there while she was at mine like her hubby like yeah was he there no no like he was over in the states and found out like it was actually like hectic it was hectic because the guy was married and then is now with this other um my friend yeah and must have been the girl who it was set up a fake account on Instagram and sent the two of them messages saying, you know, and so they both found out, the wife found out that like when he, she was with him, 
was having an affair and it went on still and so it was like heartbreaking and i was sitting down and she was like i need to fix this and blah blah and i just said to her like whoa you need to fix this like i get she was in a trauma she was right in a trauma response freaking out and not loved and i was just thinking like well i did say to her but you know and we i'm sure we'll have more chats about this in the future but i did say like do you really think that's all you're worthy of in this life to be with someone who doesn't actually choose you, to be with someone who doesn't actually respect you or meet you where you need to be met. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's don't yeah. really th- what you think you're, that's all you deserve. are worthy of or yeah. all you deserve. Yeah. And I'm like, no, so you don't actually want to be with him anyway. You know, if he's going to be like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, when you try so hard for someone to like you, mm. it's just like, not everyone's going to like you. And if they don't, if you're being your authentic self and they don't like you, it's literally just their story. It's their trauma and that isn't your story. Yeah. Literally, you don't have to take that on. I, like, I had this chat not too long ago about like I've actually worked so hard in not being a people pleaser and just allowing myself to drop into being me. Mm, mm. And when someone tries to tell me, it's like, no, like, you need to be more... Um, aware of other people's emotion and all like this and for me it's like it's gone to the point i feel like a bit of an asshole because i'm i'm like no it's not my story mm. their trauma is not my trauma i don't have to baby it mm. i can acknowledge it. i'm just going to be me and, and i always come from love you mm. know what i mean but it's you know it's just like that's all i can do and if they don't like it it's actually not on me it's not my story yeah if you're if you're loving yourself and loving them but you're not catering to their insane needs of mm. pats on the head or telling them that they're okay mm. if you're not doing that it's kind of like well yeah just because they're not what, if they're just, not willing to step up that's fine yeah that's fine it's okay. it's okay it's okay it's fine being exactly the way you are is fine no yeah. matter who's listening to this exactly. or whatever else just who you are is fucking amazing there's no question about it that's just a given right yeah but it's like there are ways of living a life which just kind of honor you from okay the way i see it there's ways of living a life that honor me in ways that just bless me in so Mm. many ways you know just like allowing myself to be me is just like makes my life fulfilled it just gives me so much it's like you don't have to not love that person it's like hey i love you yeah but what you're asking me to do i can't do it yeah so that you would like me you know what i mean it's just like oh like you know, it's like it's, that person has a trigger about, I don't know, they got a trigger. They don't like yeah. it. Just like I'm not willing to do that because then I lose myself. Well, the other thing is, yeah, and the other like, thing is, do you have time to live everybody else's life? Oh, my God. that's Yeah, that's, I don't have fucking like, time for that. Sometimes like, I think about like walking down the street and having to apologize to everyone for their own trauma. Sorry, like I'm... Yeah, you know what sorry, I mean? I'm I mean, having such a good time. You know, it's like you know, like mm. uh, you know, I feel bad about it. Mm. No, I don't feel bad about it at all. I love Osho used to say, if mm. you start walking with a bunch of people that are limping, don't, don't start, start limping. limping. Just don't go there. Mm. It's like, and and not that there's something wrong with anybody else. Everybody else is exactly perfect the way they are. But it's like the state of mind that I want to be in. If it doesn't uh, align with yours. That's okay, mm. but I'm not going to change my state. I'm not going to back off on being me. You know, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm how, tenacious, man. How trippy is this, right? 
So when I go hiking, there's a plane coming over if you can hear. But when I go hiking, I've mm. gotten really good at telling all my friends that I'm with that, hey, like I'm, I love hiking, I love trail running. I love just going at my pace, having, I, like I love to like be with you guys and be part like part of it with you guys and in the forest and sometimes I like to like run off sometimes I like to enjoy it by myself I always just say like it's just all a dance and like our destination I'll meet you there whether mm. if I'm with you for part of it or not and I've gotten like really good as like me and my mates are going on a hike and then I'm like all right I'm gonna run for a bit and I start running and then I stop and I'll walk or they'll catch up or like I'll sit somewhere or I'm like oh I feel like running again just allowing myself to do it where when I was younger I had the fear I just had to do what everyone else was doing mm. Mm. so I've gotten really good at this right and then I get into a deep connected relationship right the inner child mm. and then I realise mm. I'm walking with Shelby and I just want to run and I'm too scared to say oh I'm just gonna meet you there you know what I mean because I don't want to not make her feel safe or mm. blah blah and I want this and I realise it's like oh my god the story's different now because it's the inner child it's like i can do it so well in my adult life mm. but it's like the inner child's like so scared of mm. like dying you know like when you're in a relationship oh she might not love me or oh if i just don't do it and then i was like hang on a second it's like that's the thing you can have whatever you want to have what type of relationship do i want to create mm. You know what I mean? Who do I want to be? I can do it in my adult life. And then once I'm in a relationship, I see it's like I have to relearn it again. And I just like say, say the same thing. Oh, babe, like what I would to my mates. You know what have she said? Have you tried that with her? Yeah, and you know what she said? Go for yeah, it. Yeah, cool, do what you're doing. <laughs> oh, fuck, whatever. You know what I mean? But I had this story. It's like, no, I can't like if I leave the nest, maybe she's not going to be here when I get back. Mum's gone. I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting that well, she's awesome. No, but it's just Children's like that. Awesome. the thing is, it's just like all it was was up for me, me to create it, to create what I, what I wanted in the relationship. I set like, hey, this is me. This is what I like to do. It's up for her to accept it if she likes it or not. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's still, it's like, who do I want to be in a relationship? Someone who likes me for me mm. or someone who doesn't. So you know what I mean? It's like every one of them is just like, yeah, and she, she likes that. So no, it's like, but yeah, it's just like I can yeah. give myself, and it's just, but even like being honest about that, then it's like it opens up the to a conversation of like where to meet when it is in a relationship. So it's like for me, mm. I think just for me as a man, like I know that she needs to feel safe. Mm. Like, I well, actually, no, not just because I'm a man, because I need to feel safe as well. Mm. So it's like, okay, babe, this is our destination. Like, I really want to run here and everything. I want to make sure you're okay. What would you like to do? What are you doing? You know, she's cruising. You got to make, like for me, it's like, do you feel safe if I run up there yeah, and do that? Nice. And will you be here? Like, you're going to be safe or let's, you know, oh, maybe, maybe she'll be like, could meet you halfway. It's like, actually, I'm a bit worried about this, like cliff edge up here. Yeah, so meet me wait, up there and I was like sweet I'll go meet you up there like then you've made that compromise but it's just like this is I'm, I think I'm using this as a metaphor the hike as a metaphor you know of like going into your fears and relationships or allowing yourself to be you to find out but it's just like it's like you can be you as much as you want as mm. long as they feel safe and you feel safe you know what yeah I mean? yeah yeah there's sounds like yeah the, the relation there is a commitment in that relationship you know what mm. i mean that's interesting because it's kind of like 
like what, what something I deal with with Elvian is that uh, it's like I there's so many things I want to do all the time, right? Mm. Like, fuck, I want to go kayaking with the boys. You know, it's like oh, I want to go down and swim in the lake. Oh, I want to go do this. I want to go do that. You know, there's so yeah. many things I want to play frisbee first thing in the morning. I want to meet everybody on the beach and play frisbee. You know, yeah. so it's just sort of like there's all these things that I just like want to do, right? And if I'm not careful, you know, because Elvian's my partner, right? And if I'm not careful, I won't, I got to really make time for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of interesting because it's sort of like on my own, it would be okay if I just kept doing that. You know, just mm. like everybody asks me to do something. Like, yeah, is it going to be fun? Yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do it. You know, mm. like that. Yeah. But the thing is, I just got to, in relationship, it's sometimes I'm gonna, I got to remember to have fun with her. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's just kind of like, well, you well, can't you take get... that. You can't just do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. And even if they keep saying yes, yeah, 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 go ahead and do it, right? But at some point, they're never. You're never there. <laughs> well, that's no. That's you can, but it's because that's not the relationship that you want with your wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know it's what I mean. The, so yeah, you're yeah. creating what you what you want. It's like in turn, you're still allowing yourself to give yourself what you want. Yeah, because it's like yeah, like because I want a relationship with my wife. Actually, man, yeah. I said that to shit. Like so, I did these. Um, oh, I went up. I got friends of mine that just really, they actually. I met them through the podcast. They're up in Yapoon. Yeah. And they're just freaking onto it. They're like my age. They're just running some restaurants. They just started this uh, like festival up there. Oh, wow. And that's going for it. Creating a festival for your town to bring people to your town for for your tribe, your people, your community to have a good time. Work so hard for that. Just the stuff that they're creating. I look at these guys and I'm like, Greg and Katie, if you're listening absolutely inspiring and legends and i was up there with shelby right Mm. and she said this thing to me i said to her like like i don't like do this that much anymore i was doing it heaps like being on mic because i was interviewing like some crowd up there and some um some of the bands for their content Mm -hmm. with the the media crew and i said like i don't really do this stuff as much anymore i used to do it quite a bit Mm. you know and she took it and I just said I haven't been chasing it she took it as in oh like it's just because that was single you and like you would love to do it and now I'm here I'm in your road I'm like nah but it is kind of I suppose when you really think about it because she is there and it's because I'd actually rather hang out with her instead of like chase it's like I was like I was chasing that kind of work or doing that type of stuff because it was an experiment or opportunities were it was more opportunities yeah. were coming to me and yeah. I had the, op- like, what else am I going to do? Yeah. All right, I'll give it a go. I'll try that. Yeah. But it's like right now it's like I'm not will- I'm not wanting to go try that because I'm having fun doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like another opportunity came that my way and that just happened to be you and I'm having fun doing that. So it's like, yeah, I'm not doing that as much anymore because I'm actually like, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm doing, doing you. I'm doing you. Yeah, I'm you doing know. you, baby. But like, you know what I mean? I was actually yeah. like thinking about it. I was like, yeah. It's just like right now, it's like, I don't want to. Man, I've got some good shit planned. Yeah. Yeah. Like Fuck doing that. this trip. That's the thing. Okay, I'm not scared at all. It's funny. Okay, my mate Robin. 
Is this the mountain climbing trip? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My mate just packed up everything, quit his job, moved out of his house, and he's going to live in uh, Indonesia with his with his girlie because his girlie can work anywhere. So, and yeah. she used to live over there, and he's done heaps of surf trips, and he's just like, yeah, you know what? And I think he's turning forty this year. And but he's just like, you know what? I'm going. And he's like scared, excited, all the emotions. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, oh, fuck, that's incredible. He's allowing himself to do it. Now I've got this trip at the end of the year. And I'm thinking about it. I was like, I'm not scared. I'm so excited. But I can tell Shelby is. And the difference is she's been like, um, she's working solid. Uh, she's doing uni solid. And then it'll suddenly stop. And like have to let go. Will it stop the same time you leave? Yeah. She graduates oh. in December and I go to climb the mountain in November and then she's going to meet me in Chile. When's she going to meet you in Chile? She's so excited, but I can see also the fear of the unknown. One, her visa, because she, she's American, work. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, like it's just the normal things that you see people go through. Just It's just normal. Like it's completely normal. And I'm sitting there and I was like, fuck. Like... I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I get that fear. I was just also thinking, for me, it's got, like, I just, there's no fear. You know, I just. Well, you trust yourself. That's the whole, that's well, the. I'm not saying yeah. she doesn't, but I'm no, just, yeah, I'm, just yeah. I'm just thinking, I'm just like, I'm just, well, I'm, I'm stoned, so I'm just thinking about, like, there's nothing wrong with having that fear. She's still doing it. She's going yeah. into it. Yeah. But I can just see the fact that, like, she's, just like anyone else is, just like Robin was, working a job, working like, you know, you've, you're in a routine. Yeah. And you're about to change that. So you've got to breathe into that. You've got Full to like, on, huh? you've got to Full know on. it's okay. Yeah. So I already know it's okay because this is what I've been doing. Mm. But it's like, you know, you haven't jumped in the, in the ice bath for a while. The first time you jump back in, you kind of like dip your toe for a second. Yeah. You know, you breathe into it. You work your way up and get in, you know? Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I mean, well, you know, this is the thing. I mean, you guys are evolving, you know, so doing stuff like this together is just going to just keep moving that forward, you know? It's pretty amazing. Yeah, but doing anything. Yeah. What are you most scared of? Like you said before, you're scared of not being your authentic self. Like what, what else? Like what scares well, that's, that's you? That's okay. the main thing. That's the main thing that scares me okay. is not being. Who what I am. irrational fear scares you? What sparks your body? Because this is what I've learned so much about fear, is that it's my body's response as well. So it's like my mind to respond to fear. Like that's irrational, like a big wave. Mm-hmm. My mind, oh, what do I do here? Or someone telling you you don't love them, like, or they don't love you. I mean, you know, the fear that someone's going to say that to you is like the body. You know what I mean? It's your mm. your your in your gut. You know that the um, central nervous system mm. is spike. So where does like your central nervous system spike? Like mm. crowded situations, um, family. Like where where what scares you? Like when are you in situations that where your body like where's an irrational fear situation for Rio? Oh uh, no! Okay. Uh. Yeah, it's a little bit like when I find myself in a situation where I'm shaking a little bit and I'm not trusting myself. Mm. 
I, I just lose it. You know what I mean? It's sort of like I kind of like get this sense of like if I... What brings it on? I just fear of rejection or something like that. Yeah. Like the other day I did this podcast with, or I did a podcast and it was, a, it was it was with some friend of mine, right? It was a terrible podcast. <laughs> it was a terrible podcast. It was fucking horrible. And and the thing is, right? Okay, the thing was with this podcast, right? Um, I totally disrespected this guy that I was doing the podcast with. You know, kind of like I wasn't mm. treating him like I should have, you know, and I wasn't listening to him like I should have, and. And I was a bit impatient with him, and I was just a little bit, you know, just I just wasn't really. I should that because you put expectation of what you wanted out of it. No, you know, I was just in my ego. Mm. I was just I went into this not not my ego. I was in the ego, right? The ego is not who I am. I got to always remind myself about that. So I went yeah. for some reason into this this story about like, uh, you know. I'm going to run this show, this podcast. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be the one that kind of makes it happen or like my ideas are actually better than his ideas, you know, or something like that, you know? Mm. So it's like, I kind of was almost dismissive in some weird way. Right. And this podcast will never see the light of day because it was so terrible. Right? <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> but anyway, this friend of mine, right. She'll know who she is. She, uh, she, I, I sent her the podcast, right foolishly center the podcast right because i knew it was kind of terrible but i sent it to her anyway and and i said give me some feedback on it right and she told me exactly what i knew i had done right which was really fucking embarrassing because i was kind of hoping she wouldn't pick up on that (laughs) but she's like (laughs) but she's quite she was offended because you didn't show up I know. Yeah. Well, it was like she was. She's quite. She's way more insightful than you know. Like I was giving her credit for in that moment, right? So yeah. So anyway, yeah. She told me straight up. You know, it was like terrible. You know, it's like you were being a douche, and you know, kind of like, you know, if you're gonna do another podcast, don't behave like that because it doesn't work. You know, it just doesn't work, right? And so when she said it. Because it's like she's somebody that I really like, you know. I, I mean, I love this woman. She's an amazing human being, right? And so, I always like to get her approval, you know. Mm. And it was like, even though I knew what she was saying was true, it still kind of like threatened me on the level where, well, will she still love me? You know what I mean? Is she still going to be there for me? Mm. And the reality is, she will be. Because she knows I'm always going to be ultimately honest with her. Mm. You know, she knows that at the end of the day, like whatever happens, I'm going to admit it or I'm going to be honest. Owning your shit, you just show trust because you're not afraid to look at yourself. There's people that in my life that I don't trust, I don't trust them because they don't show up for themselves. So, how do I know they're going to show up for me? Because you won't. see them being their authentic won't. self, yeah. and it's just like, oh, he said it. Yeah, I said it to you the other day about Mel. Oh, she's she's not afraid to tell me. Like she's not afraid to hurt my feelings to speak her truth, right? Mm. She never has been, and that's what I've always. That's why I fucking trust her so much more than like, well, yeah, I trust a lot of people. Like I trust you. Mm. You know what I mean? I have a great trust for you. 
like I have a great trust for her because she just tells me she's not afraid to look me in the face, hurt my feelings, and tell me something, mm. and call me on it. She'd probably enjoy it. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she fucking would. She'd enjoy I think that's why our friendship's so great. She's fucking amazing. And that's why, like, I, yeah. oh, like, I'll um, why well, I've always like she's always helped me out, like with my, like I've always been able to talk to her about things because mm. I know I'm gonna get it straight. Yeah, she doesn't. She just yeah. she doesn't feed my trauma. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, when, something when I said she's pro- she'd probably enjoy it, mm. it wasn't a put down. Yeah. It wasn't a put down on her, and it wasn't a put down on you. It's like the reality is Mel enjoys fucking being honest with herself, mm. and she would enjoy being honest with you. And mm. she would also realize, you know, like she'd enjoy the fact that she's kind of like pointing you in the direction where she believes you should go. Whatever, well, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, it's just anyone that does that in my life, I've mm. realized how much I trust him. Anyone that does that, because what they're doing, they are. They're just being completely them. Yeah. Right? And so I honor that, like, so much. Because what it is, they're not saying, like, they're not coming and going, oh, it's okay you do that, Aaron, like, blah, blah, like, oh, Mm. don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, Yeah. Oh, it's okay. You can keep limping. Just limp. Here, I'll help you. Here, I'll help you limp. Oh, it's getting worse. That's okay. Here, I'll hold it more for you. It actually makes me comfortable that you're limping because I'm fucked up. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you're limping. Now I I can limp too. We can both. Yeah, we can both. Yeah. She just looks at you and goes, you're fucking limping. Like... There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, you pull fucker. your foot straight, you dickhead. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You it's go, like, oh, oh, shit, okay. And the thing is, that, you know, you can't get away with anything around those people yeah. either. So you be your authentic self. That's And that's that's why I think it's also so important that we do that. Because mm. when I do that for people, and fuck, it's hard. Like when you be your authentic self, you're mm. giving them permission too. But they also know that they can't get away with their shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you're going to see it. Because you're not... It's like when we're both... It's like I just pictured like cool people hanging out together and they're both mm. like saying, hey, if you play, if you don't give me up, I won't give you up. Mm. You play my game and feed into my traumas and I'll play your game, feed into your traumas. Mm. You know what I mean? Just that's, why we, getting... that's why when shitty relationships break up, it's a complete freak out because it's like all of a sudden that person that always had your back would, that would protect you, you know, or mm. live play your life your with you, live your lie with you, right? Mm. That was the only person that you could really trust because they could really see who you were, right? Mm. And now they're leaving. It's like, oh, fuck, my world's going to fall apart. You know, it's just like I'm being fake with everybody else. This one person, you know, we would cover each other's holes. Mm. We'd cover each other's lies, you know? And it's kind of like, that's really fucking traumatic then. Rather than wake up in it and just realize that you can be with anybody you want to be, if you're honest, Mm. You're holding onto this person that was lying with you because it was more comfortable to yeah. hide your lies together. You know what I mean? If you don't fucking tell anybody I'm lying, I won't mm. tell anybody you're lying, you know? Yeah. So, and they don't sit there and talk about it. They don't go, yeah. No, it's just a pact. Yeah, it's just like this it's unspoken, unspoken pact. pact. We both know we do it. It's like, oh. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I've got a friend of mine. She um. She's just been... She, I think her trauma is definitely from child, but she can't sleep by herself, mm. which she doesn't like to. Mm. So there's this dude and her, they've been stringing each other on for two years. Mm. They keep like, one will go, no, I can't do this and break it off. And they just don't like each other. <laughs> they don't. It's so fucking ridiculous. Wow. But they just keep doing it. And then just keep for chasing, sleeping, just to have a sleep. Just out of their own traumas. They're wow. just sitting there and... 
they broke it off again and then it just started again and yeah. then I went I said like oh so, so what do you think of that she's like oh I know I know what I'm doing but I'm working on it I was like well are you because <laughs> you're still doing it She's like, well, uh, yeah, I know it's not good for me, but I'm working on it. And that's why it's getting less and less now. But I was like, and I was just like, well, that was my thing there. I was like, I'm not going to baby your trauma. I get mm. it. I'm not going to go, oh, that's okay that you do that. Because you're not stepping up. And I just said to her, well, why do you feel so guilty and filled with shame? And she just looked <laughs> at me and went, yeah, I'm just overwhelmed with it. I said, well, I suppose you're going to keep feeling like that until you... Well, that's what Stop happens. Yeah, well, that's what happens. It's like, you know, what actually woke me up in my life was pain. Mm. It's like I got incredibly good at lying to myself. You know, I was actually on some level almost oblivious to it. I was kind of like just thinking everything was fine. And then something really, really traumatic happened when a woman left me, right? Mm. And it's kind of like... I had some, I was just devastated, right? I was just completely, you know, as low as I ever had been in my life. And it was the first time in my life I actually could ask myself questions about who I was. Mm. I actually asked myself, what would I have to believe about myself to create this reality? And, and it's like, wow. And the answer was immediate. It's like, you have to believe you're not wow. good enough. You didn't deserve to be with her, whatever, all these kind of things. And then I asked myself, after a while, I asked myself the question, is that fucking true? And the answer was no. Fuck. I actually just felt so sad you saying that. Mm. And it wasn't because of what you said. It's because of like, it was... what It's awakening to extreme circumstances. Something really painful happened that woke you up. Mm. And I was just thinking, wow. Why do we feel the need to suffer to wake up? Or why did we have to? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, why did you have to choose that relationship create that whole thing mm. go through so much pain just to wake up I'm like why can't we just fucking wake up it's like i was just like mm. why do we why does my friend or the things that i do that continuously keep me in pain why do i keep doing that this and belief they, it's like yeah. why do we keep doing things like why she she it hurts her and she keeps yeah. doing it but like Like, I'm just thinking, like, the amount of time you're wasting everything, the quicker you wake up to that. It's like, what I said, back to what we said earlier. Holy fuck. The quicker you wake up to that, the quicker you get to live. Because it's yeah, liberating. You life. You you're free, liberating you yourself. Yeah. You're liberating yourself because you're giving yourself what you need and stop giving yourself that pain. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, like, in my instance, it just got to, it got so painful for me. That I had to actually acknowledge it, right? Mm. And you're saying, could I'm we do people that? people don't could, wait for that pain. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's sort of like, it's on... I'm, I'm just yes. thinking, like, right now you're with someone and you're actually miserable. Mm. But you're scared of, like, hurting them. So you keep doing it. But you're hurting yourself and hurting them. Because you're just scared too, of, like, yeah. one s quick stab of the knife. Yeah. You know, done, and then liberate yeah, both I've of you, but you're too. stuck in this story. It's like, the sooner you did it, it's like, oh my God, like when I, the freedom and liberation that I had when I finished that story with, mm. with my ex, yeah, 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 with Lex, it was like, wow, I just, I started living. There was like a good year or two years that I wasn't. Mm. Well, you know, it, it's, 
what I'm what I'm a bit nervous about is people, you know, kind of beating themselves up for being who they are. No. And you know, and it's kind of like if you know, if you're if somebody like is living a life or a life that they don't mm. feel is really what they really want to do and stuff. You know, it's interesting because it's like for me to say to you, wake up isn't going to isn't necessarily going to get you to wake up. I think it's almost like baby steps. You know mm. what I mean? It's like for me, it's sort of like well, I, I'm still doing it. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's almost a process of enlightenment. You know, mm. it's like it just, you know, I always look, I tell people, you know, I'm enlightened. Right. And I get people getting really pissed off at me because I say I'm enlightened. Mm. Right. And it's like what I'm saying to him is that I'm enlightened and so are you. There's not one person on this planet that isn't enlightened. Mm. There's just a whole lot of us pretending like we're not. Mm. Oh, my God. And it's kind of like when you get to that point mm. where you start to realize, well, okay, unless I claim it, I don't have to take responsibility for fucking being enlightened, right? So it's kind of like, oh, I'm not enlightened, so I don't have to behave like I am. Yeah. I don't have to be consistent with being enlightened. I don't actually have to fucking love myself because I'm not enlightened. Mm. And I don't have to, you know, like, oh, don't expect too much of me because I'm not enlightened. Because literally the path to enlightenment is dropping stories. It's just dropping the stories. Just dropping the story of who you think you need to be and just being who the fuck you are. That's enlightenment. Mm. That is just basically, that's, you know, it's not like some, I've got to be 2,000 years old and lived in China and have Mm. some fucking, you know, Wong Sung Chu's name or been written about in the Bhagavad Gita to be enlightened. Mm. It's like we're all fucking enlightened, you know? Man, the path in this, like when I was doing the shadow work and Mm. the inner child work, was accepting things about yourself that you don't like. You know what I mean? Like times in my life where I haven't been the best version of me Mm. and I'm like where did that come from and actually accepting that I was that person or I I reacted like that in that situation I wish I didn't because my hero wouldn't do that or who I want to be wouldn't do that but it was like actually that's the only way I started like growing because I had to accept the things I do that I don't like Mm. and that Mm. was so hard because you got to look at yourself and actually truly look at yourself and you go you know what holy shit, I do that. But when you become aware that you do that or that you reacted like that, you go, fuck, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So you yeah, stop yeah. doing it, but it's so hard. I was just thinking like the path to enlightenment is literally just step by step dropping those stories. Letting go. But it can just be one story. Mm. It's one whole story that you're not good enough. And they say the path to Centauri, when you get there, you're left with nothing but to have a good laugh because you're stupid enough to question that there was a problem in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck, what did you say to me one yeah. time? This blew my mind and it fucking was like a two-month like deep rant. I was thinking about this when I went to the island, when I was out on the Percy Islands. You said to me, we're not afraid of being as small as we are. We're afraid of being as, as big as we can be. Wait, what? Well, yeah, it, we're what? not afraid of being small. We're actually afraid of being as fucking magnificent as who we really are. Yeah, as big know, as we and, actually are, and, as who we actually are. Yeah, and you know who actually said that? Who? Well, the first person that I actually read it was Marianne Williamson, and she's fucking amazing. You're not. I love that woman. Afraid? Who is that? 
Marianne Williamson. She she wrote that for Nelson Mandela. Wow. When he, in his inauguration speech, she actually wrote that into a speech for him. Wow. When not... Nelson Mandela is the first person to ever say it. Yeah. Well, that was, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's been fucking millions of people that have said this throughout, you know, throughout yeah. time. You but know? we're not afraid of being small. We're afraid of being as big as we truly are. And yeah. that is that sticking in that pain. You know, it's like we get used to it. You're getting good at like sitting and that's like my friends getting gotten so good at being comfortable and just like, oh, I don't need to be loved. I just, you know, I don't need to step up. Yeah. That's that's why I literally think it's funny that the far left movement, because I don't know what, I, I'm not political, I don't know, but I just know like the far left is like, it scares me. It actually scares me because it's telling me how to be so much and how to feed into people's traumas. And I I look at that like as in like, oh, you got to be careful because this person, you know, like they've got this story. So you got to like step around them and, and be all cautious. And I, and I think like, fuck like it's never gonna help anyone no all it's gonna help everyone is is me treating everyone fucking equally treating yeah. everyone with love yeah so there is no difference they're all unique manifestations of love i'm not going to treat you differently mm. how i would treat you because you've got some story that you think i've got to treat you differently or something you know what i mean it's like that's your trauma it's mm. like what i my gift to give to the world i was thinking about it. it's like I've been thinking about this and I'm thinking like, this is literally how you solve the world's problems or the world's traumas by not, by coming at everyone to love, (laughs) you know, and not, and, and the only way to do that is by loving your true authentic self. Mm. You know what I mean? So you project that onto the world. I'm not going to like, yeah. Yeah. It's never going to help. It's never going to help a situation not Mm. to love yourself. And it's never going to help a situation not to love somebody else. And in loving somebody else, it doesn't mean that you got to take care of them or anything else. You just Mm. accept them for who the fuck they are in that moment. Yeah. The HR guy for the power stations, Mm because, you know, I still like to do that one job up at Rockhampton. And I messaged him about, you know, is this job coming up? Because I want to go up to the Keppel soon, you know, and hang out. And and, um, and he said, yeah, but you're going to have to apply through here now. I finish up in a few weeks. And I went, oh, well, like you've always done such a good job. And he goes, yeah. He said they, you know, he works at home. Yeah. And he said they want to bring back, you know, the working at office kind of thing. But he's a single parent with three children and his youngest one needs to be picked up. And they said their kid's school's only 10 minutes away and he hasn't had a problem getting his job back. I mean, getting his job done. Yeah. And he said... Um, well, they want him to come in and he said like, no, and they couldn't meet him where he needed to be met. Hmm. He said, because, you know, they actually, you know, they didn't want to meet him. They just said, no, this is just how it is. This is the way it is. And he said, well, I need to be met. Yeah. And he just said to me, oh no, I'm finishing up because I just went and got, I got to an offer straight away about other jobs where people would meet me. So I'm, I'm, I leave in three weeks. He's like, I was like, oh, thank Like, but fuck, I respected it. And I said to him, dude, you've been great. It's been so good. Like, I was like, at first, I was like, oh, no, we're going to lose Mar- oh, Mark. And, um, and I was like, oh, no, good on him. Mm. You know what I mean? I, like, respected it so much because he just stayed true to himself mm. and what his needs were and what he believes his needs are for his children. Mm. He just went, this is what I need to do. If you can't meet me, I'm all right. And he just made mm. a change. Mm. I was like, wow. I just had the same thing happen to me in reverse because... Uh, I always catered Splendor in the Grass, right? And it's kind of like, 
And the people that organized that, that event were amazing, right? They're just mm. amazing people. And I've done from the very, I was the only person there that had done every, every single splint in the grass. I started with the very first one with this incredible woman named Kathy James. And then it just went on and on and on. All the new organizers, I just got to know them all and they all loved me. And it's like I had such a good time working there and stuff like that. And uh, the lady, the latest lady named Doreen, right? She called me up the other day because she'd been sending emails out to everybody. Are you coming back? Are you coming back? I never answered because I just thought, you know, I don't mm. waste her time, right? And so she actually called me. And she said, uh, what's going on? You haven't returned my emails. And I said, oh, look, Doreen, you know, basically I've stopped doing that kind of work, right? And, you know, I'm doing other stuff. And uh, But I just wanted to tell you that it was just an absolute pleasure working with you. You know, just that the fact that you did this, you know, you ran this event, you know, you always, you always took care of me. You always, you know, put me in an amazing mm. spot. And you, you guys trusted me to do a really good job, you know, this whole th this whole story, right? And it's like she said to me, she goes, you literally just made my day. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's and it's just kind of like, I could have just said, yeah, you know, Doreen, thanks for that. You know, it was awesome. You know, see you later. You know, I'm not doing it anymore. But I just really just felt like just like be honest with her. It, uh, as well. I just, I had to because it's like she had taken care of me and I just felt like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to make her yeah but know that you know to get her to know that and the domino effect of that is like open to resources you just there's so much trust in that by you being your authentic self and saying that and validating her now if you ever want to go back oh, or yeah. not even that you've got a friend in her you've got someone with your best interest because you had hers oh totally you yeah, know totally Win-win, definitely. win-win. Being your authentic self. But just coming, it's, it's coming from love because some people are like, oh, your authentic self is like, well, I'm a dick. It's <laughs> like, no, that's not your authentic self because you are love. You're, your heart, at, yeah. at your purest core, you're not a dick. At your yeah. purest core, you're a fucking loving entity of this fucking universe. Yeah. Here to fucking love and spread love and experience and, you know, and fucking, you know, you're you know, not I, an asshole. Yeah, you know how I can prove that? How? Have you ever looked at a baby that you just didn't love? Have you ever <laughs> looked at a baby and just thought, oh, that's an evil little fucker or something no. like that? Anything, have you ever done that? No, it's not even possible. Every time you look at a baby, you just realize that that is the most loving thing, beautiful thing you could actually imagine, right? Ah, oh, good idea. Yeah, Where's hit the, the light light? switch. We're in the dark oh, this yeah. whole time. This is intense. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like talking. It's Where are you? Early. It's getting dark early. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, you, you know, you look at it like you look at a baby and you go, "How the fuck could and I not love this creature?" You know, it's just, it's just, it's so, so stunningly beautiful, right? Mm. And it's like that, that, that child is not questioning whether it's okay to be here or it's not anything about that. It's just kind of just pure love and it just knows that it's okay to be itself. That's the whole story with that child, right? Mm. And every Or puppies. Well, yeah, yeah. And every single one of us was that baby. So that when I say you're enlightened, you're just, if you're not, if you're not, accepting it or acknowledging mm. it you're just pretending not to be mm. because you came here as an enlightened being 
every single one of us is an enlightened being. Mm. It, that's, that is the essence of who we are. And it's kind of like, so, so it's kind of like, and then you got conditioned to forget that. You got conditioned to believe that you're not good enough. You got conditioned to, you know, be like, you know, all shy or whatever it is that you, you know, you believe you're not good enough in the way it manifests. That was laid over the top of who you really were, this enlightened being. And yes. it's like, so the process yes. of becoming enlightened is, it's given. You just got to let go of the shit that, let go of the stuff that you're pretending is more important than being enlightened. Why? I, I just realized why. Like, all this that you're just saying, I was just picturing like a kid getting hurt. Right? Why do we protect children so much? Because they're so beautiful. Because they're innocent. Totally. And why are they innocent? Because they know nothing else other than just to be themselves. They know nothing else other than just fucking love. They're innocent, right? So you grow up and you develop all these stories. Mm. And, you, and you become a dickhead. You know what I mean? You become an asshole. So you're like, oh, my authentic self is I'm an asshole. It's like, no, your authentic self is that baby. 100%. Pure. Pure. You know, with no stories. Drop the stories. You're fucking love, just like that innocent child. There's you are never, that innocent yeah, child. The, yeah. You are that love. You just have fucking stories that think you're a dickhead. There's never a moment in your life that you're not your authentic self. Wow. Fuck you it. Know, it's like unless you want to deny it. You know, and that's that's the insanity of like the world. You know, it's kind of like we're just it's all these people running around doing insane things and being insane and thinking we're going to make some sense out of it. It's like how the fuck can you do that? You're insane. You know, I'm insane. I'm running around lying to everybody I meet. I'm pretending like I'm okay. I'm doing all these... Ins my whole life is just a, a form of insanity. Mm. And then I look around in my, around at my environment and I complain. <laughs> you know, because it's sort of like, why does this make sense? You know, why is everything so fucking crazy? And it's like, it's just a fucking projection of who I am. Yeah. I you did, know, I did that's that all that today. it is. I did that today. I told you I went into Ballina. It was just too busy. And I went to the shop to get some stuff. And I had in my head, it was just too, I, could, I couldn't get in there. There's just too many cars, too yeah. much going on. Yeah. And I got in there and then I parked, got out. The sushi place was closed. I was like, oh, now I've got to walk down the other end to Woolworths. There's people everywhere. And then I just went to myself, whoa, I'm starting to get annoyed and agitated. And it's no one else's fault. It's just mine. I don't like it when it's this busy. So I'm going to come back later. <laughs> I went and got in the car and drove uh, off. I didn't even go to the shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just like, I just went like, well, this is not good for me. You know what I mean? I was yeah, like, no, yeah. I don't like this. I'm going to go to Lennox and go to the Woolworths later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know I mean? good thing you have options, man. <laughs> well, I suppose if you don't yeah. have options, then you got to just yeah, let it go. You gotta, yeah. you got to let it go. Well, you know, you like got, that's an interesting question because, like, what if you live in a place where there's just... Not anymore. Yeah, one more. Hit. What if you live in a place where are there not, where there really aren't options? <clears throat> you know, sometimes... That's and that could be the case. You've probably been in situations where there aren't other options. Well, that's accepting. And then you just deal with it. Huh? Yeah, it's accepting yeah. you can't control. Yeah, yeah. That's it's the nice. thing. The thing is, I could control that. I was like, oh no, I couldn't control it. No, yeah, I could. I could get in the car and go. Yeah. But the other way of not controlling it would, if I didn't have that option, I would have just gone. 
Well, I would have hoped I would have just gone like, oh, there's of people here today. It's going to take me a bit longer. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah, you had, you know, you were probably thinking, well, I don't want to do that. It's just because I live in Crescent now. It's like, yeah, that's living true. in Crescent, I don't because yeah. like, I don't like anything stopping me. Yeah. I like free flow. I like to flow. I like freedom. So yeah. I don't like to wait in lines, do what everyone else is doing, like, you know. It's mm. like, in Creso, I don't, I work on my property on the weekend mm. and fucking during the week I go surfing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's when other people aren't doing it. It's like, I just like, you know what I mean? I like, I drive to the shop, there's no traffic lights. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no traffic, I just go. That's why I live there. And then I come up here and I suddenly have to stop at lights and I'm like, oh, yeah, stopping and then go to the thing. It's so interesting because... We're on a, on some weird ways. We get a lot in common because it's like I've gr- my whole life has been like mostly working on Sunday, you know, one day a week. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it was like completely planned, man. Yeah, because it's kind of like yeah. yeah, because it's like if I do that right, it's like all week long I got to do whatever the fuck it is that I want to do. Right when no one else is doing it, and then come the weekend when everybody's out to party, my job would always be to mm. pr- help them party, which fuck I loved that I loved that job. I had a for mind. all you guys. Let me just say for the river stage, man. It's like I love you, dudes. You guys are oh, you guys God. were fucking epic to be around, man. I tell you what, it was so. Oh, man, I always fun. had so much fun working love at you. festivals and stuff with you. I was just thinking, like I had to actually say to Shelby. Just understanding, I didn't have to say. That. I I wanted her to understand me out of my own fear that she would think that I wasn't man, a man, like that I wasn't man enough, right? Mm. And what mm. it was was how how I want to live my life mm. right now is not in the traditional sense of what everyone else is doing right now, mm. and whatever everyone else is doing right now, that would seem a lot safer. Because everyone's doing it and everyone's getting away with it. Mm-hmm. But so I realized that like the way I want to live might seem less safe mm. to Shelby. Oh, to Shelby, yeah. So she might look at me as less of a man. Yeah, that, so that's I, pretty, it could happen. Yeah, yeah. and I, so I said to her, I said like, hey, like, you know, she's a naturopath and she has good, like big dreams and, and beautiful dreams of, um, you know, the healer that she is, like, you know, turning into whatever modality she chooses, yeah. you know, and um, and so I'm like, wow, she's like gonna be really busy and and well, I don't know, she's gonna be doing her thing, right? Yeah. And what I've been always in the past is like just work and like provide and everything, and I really I'm I'm going to provide, but what I've learned to do is do it in the way that I want to do it, and that's fun for me. And so I said to her, I was like, just so you know, like when I work, I fucking, I work so hard, you know, like that's just known about me and I'm driven and she knows that she sees that me working on my property, but I was like, it's the same, like with wherever I work, I'm just a hard worker. So you don't have to worry about that. But I said, for me, it's the way in which I choose that I'm going to choose to do it. And I said, I don't think it's, I, I can never do it. I said right now, maybe in the future, I don't know, but I can't, for me, it's not to do like a Monday to Friday job. That's, it's no, it's not even that. It, 
it's not even a Monday to Friday. That's just the um, the fucking cliche thing to say. Mm. It's just I can't do a job that's going to lock me into something like so. It's like I like to have my freedom mm. or it to be mo- removable, like or I can move around it. And that's like oh, I really want to do like um, retreats or like for men's workshops or do like or f- for kids, you oh, know, like yeah. yeah, like men's work or like youth work or hold men's workshops on my place or something because but not only it's just like that spreading love me learning being around that and helping trauma like that's that's what i really think needs to happen to bring more love in the world and it's like one it's okay okay i always think like what are we all doing what's our share our what's our part our our parts to like we're all in it together so it's 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 like what's my part and that's to spread love in the world in the way that i know how yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, What's yeah, my expression yeah. of spreading love in the world? And it's like I should do that, not just for me, me for being everybody. my authentic self, but for the fucking great good. Uh, yeah, for everybody. right. Yeah. So it's like one thing that I can do to play my part in spreading love in the world and within myself is help other people on that path. Mm. So I was like, men's work, and it's just like traumatized people traumatize. Like that's just because if you're an asshole, you're gonna be an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, and it's mm. like if you've got a story and you haven't dropped your story, you're passing it on to someone else. And if someone else has a story, you know. So it's like I'd love to teach people to drop those stories mm. so they don't keep hurting other people, or then teach youth to not even have a story. Yeah, to not even bother going there. Not even bother going there. You know, like think about yeah, like yeah. think about like our youth, like a good generation if we really bring up our teenagers or our young boys or our young women, you oh, know, we can how change we, the world in one or two generations. Think about if you teach a kid honor and like love, like if you don't traumatize like we do what we can for our youth. Mm. Think about like that person when they they grow up, when they're mm. an adult the honor and love that they have in their heart. Yeah. It's just beaming light to the world. Yeah. You know? Imagine if everyone was doing that. You know what though? I I honestly I think there's a lot more people doing it than I always than I always thought. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like when yes. like you know with like whoever's listening to this podcast is probably one of those people. Mm. You know what I mean? It's sort of like Well, they're I, doing it just by being them. Yeah, yeah. And and I you know, for a while, I kind of like when I first started thinking, you know, like the way I think now, I thought it was a bit mm. rare, right? But what I've realized is like over the years, it's like I'll meet somebody that I'll, and this guy will look like the ultimate redneck. <laughs> or, or you know what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some dude that's got like a gun rack and a gun mm. in the back of his truck, you know, and all this kind of stuff, you know. And literally, I've talked to people like that in my life, right? And after about 10, 15 minutes talking to that person, they fucking tell me their life story. They tell me who, you know, everything about them. And it's like, literally, we are on such the same wavelength. It's just mind-blowing. Like, their true, authentic self is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And they actually, and if you give them permission to go there and play with that, with who they really are, they fucking love you. Mm. they'll tell you their life story in five seconds they just know mm. that you're letting them be who they are and they fucking just trust you isn't that amazing yeah. isn't that fucking amazing you know and it's sort of like and yeah th- that's kind of how I see it it's like mm. you know everybody's fucking got it they just we just need to keep inviting them to, to show it 
You know what I mean? That's literally everybody's fucking enlightened. Well, I'm, you know, like I look at people and I think that guy's fucking crazy, right? I wouldn't get in a car with him. <laughs> it's like he's fucking nuts, right? But you know what? The guy's enlightened. He's just got, a, he's got a, you know, like a story that tells him he's got to be that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got to be that guy. Whatever, for whatever reason, he's that guy. He's that guy. Yeah. And it's sort of like, well, he, but who he essentially is is fucking epic and if you if you what i what i've discovered is if i've taken the time to meet people that i just completely thought you are the antithesis of me you know you're like fuck like we'll smell different you know it's like we're just you know and then i have a conversation with that person and they think the same fucking stuff that i think they think exactly like me it's like i meet them on a level where it's like where we're actually speaking the same language and they, yeah. we understand each other and it's kind of like, it's fucking epic. I, um, I told, here's a fucking vulnerable moment. Mm. A mate of mine was telling a... Um, Go for this. This is yeah, awesome. A mate of mine was telling a travel story. Mm. And Shelby was like, really engaged and deep and like saying like whoa it was really hitting what she needed to hear yeah and i thought huh she never reacts like that when i tell my travel <laughs> stories <laughs> this guy's story is better than yours man and then i just <laughs> had to i had to sit with this and be like holy fuck where did that come from right yeah. And what is that it's a really? Fucking belief is and where it goes is that from. Really, it's like she's yeah. someone. People can tell me stories every day. Some I'm fucking gonna love. Some I'm not. I don't know. It's like some I need to hear. Some are hitting my ears and exactly what I need to hear in that moment. Yeah. And I was so like there was no difference with anything. It was just so my thing, and it was just. And you yeah. know, it was so liberating. Ah. Fucking doing the talking stick ceremony with her. Ah, oh, that would have been great. What was so liberating was telling her. The truth. Yeah. Absolutely. I told her, I said, Phew. I said, I saw, a, I said, I noticed a complete insane thought in my mind the other night. And I realized like, fuck, I've got a story here. And I said, the story is about that, like, um, you don't think I'm good enough. I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think I'm worthy of you. And you might not think I'm good enough. I might get found out. You know what I mean? So I said, I noticed this. And I saw that I felt that. And telling her, mm. it was like the, ex- it was like telling her for some reason gave me permission by being truthful to let go of that story. Because me just telling her that I fucking had this insecure and insane moment and fully owning it. Yeah. For some reason... That just even liberated me from the story straight away. Well, you shined a light on a story, mm. you know, and those stories live in your deep, darkest places in your mind. You know, it's like mm. they're the pl- they're the they're the one place that you would never take anybody to see mm. that because you know it's like fuck, I'm so ashamed, I'm so mm. fucking, you know, like this is like this, you know, you're such devastating fears, you know, mm. right that, and then all of a sudden you tell somebody. And it's kind of like you just pulled it out of the fucking pit right up there to see what it is. And you look at it and it's just, 
it's a fucking just a pathetic story. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not even yours. Oh my god! You don't yeah, even yeah. have to fucking. You don't even. Have, it's like it's not your story. Mm. It's just the fucking. It's the group thing, you know. Yeah, it's just it just showed up in every single one of us, you know. And it's like you look at it and you go, "Fuck, that's a ridiculous thing to believe about myself." Uh, How on earth would that be a, a, an a, an adaptation to survive? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Sh- Shelby said something one time. She said, "Wounds, mm. they're just cuts, like cuts, like they're just wounds, right?" He mm. said, "A ho- she said, a holes allow light in." And I remember when she said that to me, I was like, wow, right. Every story, it's just like those cuts, those wounds, those things, beliefs, mm-hmm. they're there. Like, they're she, there to wake you up. Yeah. They're like, the, let the light in. Yeah, what yeah. happens when the light comes in? It's a new story. Like, well, there is no story. Yeah. You just, I'm just picturing like this wall and like black dots of trauma. Yeah. And then you open up the light. <laughs> just go through there's no black dots anymore yeah well it's like acknowledging or owning all that stuff that's happened in your life right to mm. say well yeah fuck that's what i that's where i was at that's what i was doing mm. you know and it's like do i need to punish myself for the rest of the, my life because i believe bullshit no mm. at some point you just go well you know what that was just who i was but that's not going to stop me from being the fucking being that i really truly am mm. you know and you just kind of go well at some point you just got to go wow yeah, it's more important for me to have a life worth living versus me concealing a bag of lies, you know, mm. over my shoulder and running down the street like a beggar. I just had this... F- I just don't want to do that anymore. I just had this full moment of ownership. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> Rio, when you just said that, I was like closing my eyes. Like, when you just said that, I just fully had this realization of like, oh fuck, I forget it. I'm saying, <laughs> no, fuck, what was it? Okay, wait, wait. Yeah, I, no, you, re- okay, you no, no. remember, you remember. Okay, yeah. Having f- okay, wait. When you're saying, I was closing my eyes and picturing having full ownership. Okay, I just had this like really like fucking guilt moment. I was like, every relationship I've ever had. That has broken down every argument that I've ever had, every negative emotion that I've ever had, any pain that I'm still holding onto because of that stuff. I just had this like full on like realization of ownership that that's all my stories and I own that. It's actually no one ever, every relationship breakdown that's ever happened has only happened because of me. Oh, totally. Every fucking wound that's ever happened or any other pain has only happened because of me. Like me yeah. choosing to hold on to a story. Maybe in the first place, me choosing to do that to myself and then hold on to a story about it. Yeah. You know, I just had this like... Yeah. Well, we always find evidence to prove that we're right. You know oh, what I mean? Is that what... Oh, my God. We always find evidence to prove that we're right. We always... Whatever we... That's See, why when I, meet, when I meet somebody and I say to them, whatever you believe, you're right. I can't take that away from you. You know, you're going to find evidence to prove you're right, and everywhere you look, you're going to see it, right? Mm. Because that's what you're looking for. This person so hates kinda, me. You fucking you hate me. Yeah, don't you? man. You hate me, don't you? That's exactly what happens. Then, we create. Oh my God. We create these bizarre realities because it's like, if mm. I'm not good enough and no one here is going to like me, 
What am I going to see when I fucking interact with these people? A bunch of people that don't like me. And what am I capable of seeing? A bunch of people that don't like me. Because it's a belief <laughs> system that I have. Even if they fucking walked up to me and were like trying to be nice to me, I'd still assume they were fucking wrong. Because I wouldn't be able to see them actually being nice. Because I've painted them in a picture already before they've even fucking, you know, had a chance to show me who they really are, you know? Fuck, I just had a thing back to your own fear. Mm. That is fear. Like, I just had a thing, it's like to liberate yourself. Like. Wow, man. Like. It's like we only. Like, we only don't do it because we're scared of it. It just come. It just came full circle for me, just back to fear, mm. and back to like the you're not as scared as you, as you fuck. Like it's just, there's, but there's no point to it. Like there's no point being scared. Yeah, ira- fears, irrational fear is ridiculous. It's just what well, you know. It's 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 an you know. But it, I've heard this podcast on evolutionary psychology, mm. and it's kind of like. There was a point in time throughout the evolution of the human race that it might have served a purpose to, you know, to like not, you know, believe that you're enlightened. It might have actually served a purpose because, but we're in a new age where it's like it actually is having a negative impact on society. There's so many of us that Uh. what we do now actually matters. So it's kind of like if the, when you know you were allowed to believe you weren't good enough in some tribe or whatever else there were so few people on the on the planet it didn't matter you know you just because you didn't want to give yourself a great time you're isolated you're one person middle of like the whole world and it wasn't a really big deal but now with social media and everything else we actually can't afford to not like ourselves we actually can't because of the ramifications of so many people not liking themselves is tragic for the environment. It's tragic for the planet. It's tragic for every species on this planet. For us not to love ourselves and such a large number of people not loving themselves, their manifestations, their projections, their creations are toxic. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the world is experiencing exactly that, you know? So it's kind of like we really, you know, like if you're a true environmentalist, you got to love yourself. If you're a true lover of humanity, if you actually give a fuck about humanity, you got to love yourself. There's I, no question about it. It's the only way we can move forward. I went to pull up to a shop yesterday morning for breakfast, like mm. to get coffee and something to eat. I went to pull up and then I went, and then as I was pulling up, I remembered that they were really rude and mean to me during COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I went to the cafe down the road and um, got a coffee and a dude in there was like, oh, legends actually. I'm really glad I, I did. But actually, that's where I'm going to go back for sure. But, but um, I was just thinking like then as you said that, it's like when all that stuff was happening, they didn't come from love. So I don't trust them anymore. Uh, well, you know what I can mean? Can you forgive them though? Can you yeah, forgive them? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like it's just like oh, oh they're not my people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't I'm not angry at them. I just remember I'm just thinking like the 
I'm just thinking of the domino effect when you, when you don't, when you. Sh- well, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Or is that my judgment? Other, or is that ju- me being a judgment? Well, you know, <sighs> no. You know what? I mean, as long as everybody else can have an opinion. You know, what the fuck's wrong with having an opinion, Aaron? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, are we going to be that concerned about what we say and what we do? Because we're afraid that whatever it is might not be cool. So I'm, somebody else might judge me for thinking that. Mm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, well... I think I would just rather allow myself to be authentic in the moment and say what I feel like, say what I need to actually say. Mm. You know, trust myself. You know, it's like at the, I'm an enlightened being. That's I'm a, I was a baby, mm. and if from if I'm coming from my truth, if I'm coming from my center and my core, it's like I can just relax and trust it. I don't have to overthink any situation I'm in. You know, I don't have to concern, well, am I just being arrogant right now? It's sort of like, well, if you, I would say if you were in your ego and you're saying that, maybe, but who you authentically are? No, I think that you're entitled to have feelings and emotions and wow. opinions and you know beliefs and stuff like that. Fuck, mm-hmm. why not? We're fucking human. We're allowed to be human, you know? So, you know, when... Anyway, I'm just thinking, in the mm. situation you just asked me, I just thought, well, the only thing I can think of is to trust yourself, because mm. you know, who you are is fucking awesome. Do you, do you ever, like, not want to meditate or like, not want to do things that pull your awareness up because you're scared to look at yourself? I was just thinking, like. I've had times mm. where I haven't been the best version of me or where I've reacted in ways I've wanted to or haven't wanted to, right? Mm. Mm. And in those times, it's like, because I'm coming from trauma, mm. you want to be right. <laughs> and I've literally like had times where I'm like, no, I can't meditate right now. I'm not going to definitely can't do mushrooms <laughs> or like yeah, ayahuasca yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. because truth, it's like it tells uh, you your truth. truth comes out, yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I used to tell people like if they're ever going to do an ayahuasca ceremony or DMT, I always say like, are you ready to like to see your truth? Like are you ready to like, it's yeah. like to, to own your trauma, own your shit? And they're like, no, what do you mean? I'm like, are you ready? Because it's like, you're going to see If it. you're not ready to to not lie to yourself anymore. You're going to see it all in one hit. It can be too overwhelming. That's what fucks people. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just like sometimes I just thought like sometimes I've been in like where I've reacted from trauma and I know I haven't come from the best version of me. And I'm in a way I'm embarrassed because I saw the part of myself I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, and I've been stuck in a story of like, nuts, nah, them, fuck them. They did this. Mm-hmm. And I've actually like been less willing to meditate or, do some breath work or give myself what's good for me mm. because I know that I'm going to have to own it at some point. And then every time mm. I've finally done that, so I've stayed in the pain. Mm. And then when I've finally done it and owned up to it, it's like you start giving yourself what you want again. I just I just remember, I just was looking at this. I said it to you before, I haven't even been smoking weed. Mm. You know, like a year ago, like seeing parts of myself and traumas and 
reacting. I was like, fuck, like I'm doing all that shadow work and everything. It's like, oh man. And then, you know, I did that, um, that ceremony, um, in that teepee and it was just, um, like, yeah, it was just like, you know, like when you own so much, you get to process and then you like see stuff and you're like, whoa, I'm not willing to go there yet. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like, that's fear. Because it's just, that is, like, yeah, and stepping up and owning it. And then you do, and it's like, huh, you just let it go. You get good at it, you know? Actually, that's the, yeah, that's the truth. To, yeah, the more you do something, the better you get at it. I know, and the more you not do it, the more you hide behind your story, the more you don't you, you get don't good at all, yeah. You get good at lying to yourself. That's, mm. that's why the world is kind of like in a funny place right now, because I think that... Mm. You know, the way it's been, it's been actually easier, not as confronting to to lie to yourself. Mm. But right now, the stakes are so high on the planet that I think that we're all just kind of lifted above that. Yeah. And we're kind of going, no, actually, like, dealing with this stuff that I've got going on is that critical to actually heal the fucking planet. You know, we can't be living lies anymore. We actually have to be honest with ourselves. We have to be able to, like, cause confront, you know, our greatest fears, you know. And it's kind of like, and if we can do that, there's a good chance that the planet's going to just, like, balloon. Well, we've got the game wrong. I just yeah. That the game that we think we're playing is, is, is competing for resources, you know. Get resources so we have safety, so we feel safe. So we have freedom, you know, if we have expression. So we're all competing for resources. But the game's been played wrong by some people. And they, they think the game is if they like me, if I, I pretend to like them or they'll like me, I'll get resources. But it's like you actually like, it's just, I'm just thinking efficiency. You get more resources by just being your authentic self because oh, you get trust. Yeah. So it's like I was just like picturing it as like this game and just being like, fuck, no, the game. Well, that can be your strategy if you want. But it's like, I'm not, I'm, this is my strategy for love. Well, God, yeah. I mean, just like, and, and, you know, just even like if you think about it, basic physics, you know, the laws of physics, you know, like loving yourself gets rid of all the friction in your life. Yeah. It just like simplifies your friction, life to the yeah. point where it's like you don't bump up against people. You know, it's like you're not there to like prove that you're, you're pre- you're prepared to be who you are and to accept them for who they are, you know. It's like that's what I that's what I always the most amazing thing. That I, one of the most amazing realizations I've ever had is mm. when I realized I didn't know better than you what you should be doing. That just blew my mind. Oh my god, that I... that just blew my mind. I'd say all of a sudden people were so much more fun. They mm. weren't a job. People weren't a job anymore. I didn't have to figure out their fucking lives for them. I didn't think I knew better than them what they should be doing. And all of a sudden, I just became trusting of them. And they, and then all of a sudden, they started trusting me. Fuck. Every time that I get reminded of that, it's like literally my life changes. Every time, it, it like literally changes in the moment. Yeah. Every time I remind myself, just allow people to be them because that's fucking them. You know what I mean? It's just like, I can't control them. I don't want them to be I have no need to. Yeah, I have no need to. I can't. It's just like, whatever they do is fine. It's not my story. It's their story, right? Mm. It literally is like within a moment, I feel liberated. Within a moment, I feel like, oh, because you're just allowed to let it go. 
You know and then I mean? you can be there with them. Yeah. You can actually honestly be there with them. Like, and all of a sudden now it's two people figuring something out. It's yeah. even more powerful. You know, it's, it's like true. they're on your yeah. team all of a sudden. You know, it's like they're your they're your teammates. They become mm-hmm. your friends. You know, it's like all of a sudden now. Okay, let's like figure out what the world needs. Right. The more and more people we touch, and the more and more we all connect, and it's just kind of like it's just going to get so fucking easy. Mm-hmm. It's just going to get so fucking easy to change the world to being this breathing, blooming, you know, fucking healthy planet. You know, it's just a number of people. You know, just like that's that's what we got to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about fixing. It's not about fixing what's wrong with the planet it's about fixing what's wrong with us is the fact that we don't know it's okay to be who we are mm-hmm. it's just funny you do that and you'll heal the planet but that's <laughs> you know like okay like i always i always like thought it. about this i always thought like okay if i walked out of the house tomorrow morning right and the sky was blue and there was birds chirping and everybody walking by is waving to me and say, hey rio how's it going man <laughs> so good to see you you know and it's like and the trees around me are dripping in fruit, you know, and it's kind of like there's no hole yeah. in the ozone layer. And it's just like this fucking incredible reality, right? I would be saying either every one of but every person on the planet has become enlightened overnight. Mm. And now that's it's on. We're living this reality. Or the the, the flip side, which I'm afraid to admit. <laughs> yeah is that the universe is broken because you know like with the beliefs that we on a planetary scale have about ourselves the denial of who we are it's like that's the reality we're manifesting and to have any other reality would be like whoa what the fuck it doesn't make sense why are we all like so fucking happy and everything's so wonderful and we still believe we're not good enough yeah it's not possible it just can't be possible so you know, it's kind of like, for me, the the other alternative is the one I'm I'm chanting for that we just all fucking wake up. Mm. We all become enlightened, and when I open my eyes and look out the door, I see a planet which is just fucking phenomenal where I want to be. I mm. see a I see a planet where everybody sees you know that they want to be there too. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're optimistic. A mate said to me the other day, like, "Oh, you're too optimistic." And I said, well, what other fuck? I said, what fucking choice do I have? Yeah. I said, like, what really, what choice do I have other than to be optimistic? It seems to me like the best option. You know what I mean? I was just like, where's it going to get me thinking that everything's dire? Because they're like, the world's dire. I'm like, but is it? Or is it exactly how it's meant to be? It's exactly what's and happening. And, I'll, and all I've got to do is play my part and spread love. Yeah. And accept, you know, step out and see the beautiful world. You know what I mean? I was like, what other choice that I have? It doesn't mean I'm not a warrior. It doesn't mean I'm not going to step out and fight for love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fight for what's right. Yeah. You know? Totally. It's like, doesn't mean I'm going to just roll over and kill and, and die. I'm like, I'm going to pick up, my, I'm going to do my part to spread love in the world. I'm going to plant my fruit trees. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to come with good intent. Well, I'm going to try. I'm trying. But I mean, like, it's just like. The optimism, the optimism, it's like, seriously, what choice do you have? Like, well, do we a, have another choice? You're a choice? healer. You're a healer, you know, and it's like all it takes is enough healers to focus their attention on what's going on and we'll heal it. Yeah, but know? a healer it's is like, just someone being them. Exactly. A healer is just someone yeah. being their authentic self. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. So everyone is. The other day I was listening to that guy, Lex Friedman, the guy that does that. Oh, yeah. He does... The, fuck, he's amazing. Well, that's where those resources things coming from while I was on that because they were talking about resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leg, Lex Friedman's fucking... His podcast just blows me away. But he was inter, he was interviewing Grimes the other day. And uh, one of the things is she's she was talking about how people are blown away by her optimism. But she almost felt funny about being an optimistic person, right? She felt kind of like maybe stupid or something. You know, or, no, I think that's my projection. I don't think she felt that, but I think she was questioning why, what people, how do people value optimism, right? And Lex Friedman said, uh, he goes, cynicism is considered insight and optimism is considered naivety. Right. And it's kind of like, like, and and I just thought the world, you know, and he was just, he was just making a statement, which I thought was fucking astounding because he was actually, what he was really saying is that uh, uh, cynicism is just, is uh, laziness. Yeah. You just don't have the fucking ability to see something better. So you just run with what you're being given, Mm. you know? And then he said, then I think what he meant was optimism is totally creative because you fucking manifest, even though, you know, what you've been given to this point isn't is exactly maybe what you want, right? Mm. There's no reason why you fucking can't create something different. Do you think laziness is weakness? Because I, I think they're like the same thing. Laziness and weakness. I, you know, I think that's for the individual to define for themselves you know what i mean because yeah, it's like I, almost in some ways i think laziness is an, is a really high sign of intelligence you know on some level it's like if you're lazy you'll find a way to do something which is really easy instead of you know you know what i mean mm. if you're a lazy person you can create amazing things but the way you create them is just like really straightforward, really mm. easy, you know, because you, you realize, oh, I'm lazy, so I'm going to do it in the best, easiest possible way. Mm. I was listening to Mark Groves the other day. Mm. He's like relationship psychologist and stuff. And oh, he has a thing called Create the Love. So it's all about like loving yourself, I suppose. Yeah, too. But he has this podcast and I was listening to this one and it was this psychologist on, but like, really fuck she was good and like but also straight to the point and really brutal mm. and she just said, said this thing and it's funny because they had a trigger warning at the start they're like he just he just says like she says it straight to the point so she's not going to baby your trauma she's going to say exactly how it is and that's what and he's saying that's what i love about her because she's straight to the point she doesn't fuck around and she knows the shit kind of thing anyway she comes out with this thing that just goes, she just goes at one stage, weak people don't grow, strong people do. So don't be weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, be the warrior. She's like, warriors are warriors because they go into their fear. Warriors are warriors because they go into their fear and look at themselves. Weak people don't become warriors. Mm. Weak people don't grow. Mm. You know? And I was like mm. thinking that's so then when you said laziness, because it's just like, I don't think anyone's weak. I think that's like, it's, you know, choosing, it's just like, oh, it's, it's, it's pretending. It's like, no, it's a story because mm. you think that's all you're good enough for, you know. So it's like, that's all weakness is, is some story that you're not good enough. 
or that you're not worthy of love, right? So then I was thinking, like, is that laziness then? You know, when you said lazy, I'm like, so is that weak? Are they the same thing? Like, if you're lazy because mm. you're too scared, it's like being scared, being lazy. Is being scared? No, being scared is no. being scared. Being scared, yeah. You know, like, I, you know, that I'm kind of, no, but being, you know, yeah. on the, I just want to say, like, I'm kind of find it for me personally, okay, I'm afraid to make a statement about somebody because it's, you know, like what we said a few seconds ago. It's like, how would I know better than that guy? What, yeah. what the fuck he should be doing, you know? So it's like for mm. me, like I, I've i kind of always like mm. totally looked after myself, you know, physically. You know, it's like I've always kind of like just been a person mm. that exercises every day, you know, like does fun shit and stuff, you know? So I'm still fairly healthy. And then sometimes, you know, I'll see somebody that's obviously not like interested in the same thing I am interested in as far as like taking care of myself, of my health, right? And I'll find myself sometimes just like being critical. And I'm kind of going, well, what the fuck, you know? And it's like, it's sort of like, well... You know, do I actually fucking know better than the guy yeah. that he should do? Like, He's probably fucking ten times smarter than me. He's probably, you know, like, you know, given blood at the fucking Red Cross every every week for this mm. whole life or something, you know? Or, you know, like, mm. like I don't really fucking know who that guy is. And even if he's not some fucking mm. saint, it's like, why the fuck do I know better than him what he should be doing somehow, yeah. you know? I just, I just <laughs> realized you saying that. Mm. it's just I was like and you said it to me in our first podcast and it's, it's kind of you went it's only valid for me what I just said just before that only actually means something to me yeah you know what I mean because I feel for me that yeah it's like that when I'm being that my weakness is my laziness. It's how you feel about yourself. That's just me. Yeah, it's just how you feel about yourself. Yeah. And it's sort of like, are you willing to let yourself be lazy? Because being lazy sometimes is fucking a blessing too, you know? Oh my God, I just saw such a judgment on myself. Yeah. Because I started judging that dude. Yeah. When you started telling me that story, I pictured this like, dude, overweight, not looking after his health. And then I started judging him going, oh, he's the weak dude because he's not strong. And I'm like, fuck it. Who says? I don't know him. You know what I mean? And I said, holy fuck, why don't I just do that? He could be braver yeah. than me. He could be and more of a fucking hero I realize than me. That story's only mine. Like, that is yeah. valid, but only for me. It's like, for me, when she said that, it perked my ears up. You know? It's just like, for me, I've got, if I want to grow and create the life I want, I need to be brave. That's what I want. So it's like, you know... Well, she was speaking to you. Exactly. And she was speaking to people like her, Mm. which which is like fucking awesome. And that's why she's not wrong and she's not right. She was right to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's the difference of opinion. Yeah. I had... um, I was thinking about it. That was funny. I stay out of politics. Like, I can't do it. And uh, I had this thing where I just started to think, like, a few things happening that I don't like. And I went to a few protests down in... um, in Crescent about, you know, developing and stuff. And I'm really, really glad I did. But I just realized, I was like, there's a way to do it, you know, to be an activist. There's a way to stop because it's like, you can't, like, and one way is to also 
not listen to other people. <laughs> there was one thing I put up about just something that I believed in because all my mates are saying, like, we need more voices, you know? Yeah. And I got, like, a really mean message back. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, oh. And for some reason, it didn't. Someone sent me a really mean message about, like, how dare I think like that. Yeah. You know, I have that opinion. And I just thought, like, oh. It didn't bother me because I was just thinking, huh. Wherever they stand up for love, where it affects love in their life or where it affects their life, I... I just thought of this thing where it's just like, I should just let them do that because they're not like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just saw the story and I was like, well, she's only annoyed because it's not, it's not good for her. Mm. You know what I mean? She doesn't believe in that. Mm. That's okay. I was like, that's fine. But I'm like, I have to do this because it's good for me. And I'm like, and then I was thinking like, fuck, I re- would really respect then if she, if she, I was just like kind of pictured her, oh, she, right now she's just protesting on the other side. And that's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she's just standing up for what she thinks is right. Yeah. And you know know what? what? Maybe she's fucking, maybe for her, that's right. You know, it's like, you know, and it's like, that's, that always blows my mind. You know, it's like Mm. one of the things I always think about is, you know, at the end of the day, every single one of us want the same thing. Yeah. Every single human being wants love. Every single human being wants, you know, truth from people Every single human mm. being wants to have a full belly. Every single human being wants to see their children grow up healthy. Yeah. Every single person wants the exact same basic yeah. thing, right? We all want it, right? And the interesting thing is there's 8 billion of us. And 8 billion people are going to all do it differently. Mm. You know, so for me, when it, when ultimately, when it really comes back to the reason I can love everybody Mm. is because it's like, I know that whatever it is that they're doing, they're actually just trying to get the same result as me. Mm. So it's like, if I'm entitled to do that, if I'm entitled to just be me and do it, do it my way to create love or to find love in my life. Right. Why isn't that guy over there entitled to do the same thing? Mm. So, you know, it's like all these political parties and all these, you know, this insane need to say that you're wrong and you're, you know, Mm. parties can't even agree on anything because if they do, they look weak. Like the NBN, you know, labor was putting the NBN in and then liberals got in and scrapped the whole plan, which was fucking, which was amazing. The NBN we were going to get was going to be fucking amazing, right? And the liberals got in changed the whole thing, cut the program and everything, and came up with their own program and delivered an NBN that was like fucking half of what labor was going to give it to, give it to us at, at, at like a third cost. They blew up, liberals took it over, gave us a worse product and charged us way more for it. And it's like, and it's our taxpayers. And the only reason they did that was because they weren't able to say that the labor had a good idea. <laughs> yeah. They actually had to just say, oh, that's dumb. That was your idea. It's a yeah. bad idea. And we got to fucking like just you know, throw right. away half, yeah, you know, half the country's GDP mm. to pay for a new NBN because we're fucking that pathetic that we can't just be honest with ourselves. Oh, I was just thinking, it's like, like fucking crazy. To be the, change that you want, be the change you want to see in the world. And Rasta said this thing to me when I was interviewing him because did the, the interviews when they snuck into Japan 
to like show how they were uh, killing the dolphins over yeah, there. Yeah. But I said to him, like, how do you be an activist? Like, how do you like do it? I said, aren't you scared? Like, people are going. And he goes, how you do it is by realizing they're not wrong. Yeah. And I was like, what? He said, exactly what you said. They just come from love. There. He said they're traumatized. Just like we all are, they've got their traumas. And he said to like, for example, the fishermen, that mm. you know they came from like they, were, they had the war, they had the bomb, like they had like all these hard times with their people, and they've just seen a way to make a living. They're just doing something. They've got their own trauma. They're worried about putting food, their family. They're worried about living their life. And he's like, so if I go in there and tell them they're wrong, I lost them. Yeah, <laughs> I lost them. And he's like, I was like. So how do you be an activist? And he's like, to understand they're not wrong. They're them. He said, the only thing I can do is be the change that I want to see in the world. And you know what he did? He said, they're doing a ceremony. They're living their life's their ceremony. And I need to honor and respect that. All I can do is live my life and live my ceremony. And he said, that's why he went out um, into the bay and did the um, he did the surfing ceremony where everyone does the circle and holds hands, you know, a paddle out. And they did that at the bay, like, you know, to honor the ceremony. But it's just like, that's just like one example. But I was like, fuck, like, just blew my mind. Like, nobody is wrong. Mm. But it's up to us to be the change we want to see in the world. Mm. That's what, yeah, that's, yeah. Just because they're not so thinking right like you, that. they're not wrong. So right about that. Yeah. Mm. I think that's the thing with, uh, with people like Rasta. Mm. It's kind of like... I know the guy can surf like incredible and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, he's a celebrity on some level. But it's like I think the reason I like Rasta is because he resonates with who I am. Mm. You know, like his truth is my truth, basically. Yeah. You know, so it's sort of like he's just like, it's just a kindred spirit. And I like finding those people in my life. You know, Mm. like you're one of those people. You know, it's Mm. like there's so many, you know, like you just meet these people and you just like, fuck. You know, it's like, you're my tribe, mm. you know, and it's kind of like, um, yeah, just, I feel blessed to actually yeah. know people like this. Fuck, right? I was just thinking then, fuck, I love you, man. Like, I'm, yeah, I was I just so thinking, love you, yeah. the things I tell you, I tell you anything. I call you and literally tell you everything and anything, and I'm not afraid to tell you shit. Yeah, like, you, like, you? Yeah. like, I tell you my most intimate stuff. Yeah. And it's like... I can't sleep at night sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) No, fuck. No, No, but it's just, it's so liberating that I can do that. Because you are just, because I trust you. Because you're just being you. Yeah, I don't care. You know know what I mean? why, Why would it be a problem? You know, yeah, that's literally the thing. It's like how, it's just like every time I, every time anything that happens to me just wakes me up. Mm. Everything that happens just is there to wake. I mm. look at it, the existence as this is this incredible setup. Mm. I call it the conspiracy of love. It's like yeah. it's kind of like the wor- existence only wants to help you. Mm. It's, there's never a moment when it's not trying to do what you want it to do mm. it's just how willing are you to embrace that you know mm. like I, I was doing this this meditation for a long time and i was just waking up well, i'm still doing it all right and i'd wake up and i would say to myself 
I'm blessed in every possible way. Mm. Existence blesses me in every possible way. Mm. And then I just had this realization, because I'd been saying it for months, right? And then I just had this realization. I go, am I accepting those blessings? You know, am I actually, it's just, existence is just blessing me in every possible way. Am I saying, fuck yeah, give it to me. Thank you so fucking much. I am so Mm. grateful to accept your gift, you know? And it's just like, now that's my meditation. It's kind of like, I I let the blessings come, but then I say, and I'm taking them in every possible way. I am, I am, I am, I am, you know, like, respecting you in every possible way for loving me this much you know it's Mm. like i am choosing to be enlightened because i want to show my respect to you you know to the whole of existence for blessing me Mm. you know it's just like how good does it feel uh, when you give yourself what you want when you give yourself what you need fuck that feels good yeah you know what i mean yeah like uh, you go to the sauna you go to do yoga i was just thinking like even after this i'm like oh i might go for a walk along the beach just at night, like just look at the stars and the smells. Full like, oh, moon, that, full yeah. moon. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I'd really like that. You know, I'd tell Shelby, see if she wants to go for a walk on the beach. I'm going to try to get Elvia to do it. That sounds like a great mm. fucking idea. Yeah. 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 Fuck. We've been down to the beach this morning and it was just epic. Mm. It's so nice. Yeah, the sun. I, just, I swear all this, I think it's every time I talk to you, I swear I just sit here and I realization like just pop off pop off and i was just thinking about like how much you just accept and love and i was thinking the other day a mutual friend of ours said like a joke to me i'm not gonna say it was but it was like hey if you did this that'd be probably be pretty funny and i went yeah but like everyone in town would hate me you know as a joke and then i went rio wouldn't (laughs) and then i was just thinking as i was saying that yeah but why wouldn't he and you'd be like, because you just did what you thought was right at the time. Like, or like you just, you were just trying to have fun at the time. You just did what you thought you needed to do to have fun. You know what I mean? And then yeah. I thought about Buddha saying like, he can't, he comes at everyone with love, no matter what story they have, because he can see himself in that. So he treats everyone the same with love, you know? And it's just like, oh, why do you do that? Because like, why wouldn't you? You saw that whatever story they had, yeah, they did a horrible thing. That's what they thought they needed to do. Holy fuck, they fucked up. Yeah. Because they didn't need to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, this poor innocent, this poor, like, entity was innocent at the core and it got so fucking riddled, it got so mistaken somewhere along the line, it took a fucking wrong turn. Yeah. Holy shit. That's bad. Doesn't mean I have to hate him. You know? It's it's just kind of like their story. It, it's it's kind of like yeah, compassion, and it's cause like you know, literally, like mm. I am not one to judge anybody else. That's what just blows my mind. It's like it's also kind of like a bit of you know, just honoring the fact that you know, for most of my life, I've been insane. Most of my life, you know, or a pretty good percentage of my life, uh, I was probably more demented than most <laughs> you know what I mean? my belief systems did not fucking work oh my god the amount of times i look back and when i was a dick like yeah well even now like i still do i called a, <laughs> i called a dude a dick the other day oh, really? yeah. 
<laughs> oh, so frustrated. I was in the surf. I was in the surf and I jumped out the back of the rocks at the alley and crumbing and paddled for like half an hour by myself, just fighting the rip. Now yeah. everyone else got swept down. They're all sitting down this other bit, just fighting and fighting, just waiting for a wave. Half an hour, like no waves came. And then finally this one came and a guy looked at me down the line. I was like, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. And I took off and he just took off anyway, dropped in on me and I sat behind him, surfed the wave behind him and then fell off by the phone ball. And then he fell off and come up and went, oh, sorry about that. And I went, no worries, dick. <laughs> no, I, went, I said, no worries. I, I said, no worries. Thanks for being a dick or something like that. And I was like, and I just kind of laughed at myself. I was like, holy fuck, I'm an idiot. And I was like, what a dick. Like, I'm the dick for doing that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. he's a dick. Like, I didn't have to do, I just didn't have to say that. Have you seen him since? Or do you, nah. or do you know him at all? No, 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 no. I was just like, yeah, just no, having no, a thing. No, I just, yeah. you know, the better version of myself could have like. Yeah, you could have actually said something to him that would have made a difference. Like, yeah, like, dude, you know, you got to be careful. You know, like, that's like, just, you know, that really fucked the wave up for me, you know. And, and it's or, like, and please don't do that again. Yeah, I, yeah, I could have just said like, oh, that was no fun for me. I like I'd, I'd really like if you didn't do that again. You know, I could have joked about it or like made fun, you know. You know, like when you just joke about something, you know. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, you know, could you give them a break? But you don't make them wrong. My mate did this. We're driving behind these dudes on the way to the power station like a couple of years ago when I used to work on them. And we're driving along. And these car in front of us threw their garbage out the window. My mate's like six foot six, bodybuilder, yeah. Muay Thai fighter. And he's like, and he's vegan. <laughs> anyway, he's like, I'm going to punch these guys' head. We pull over, grab the garbage. And he's like, I'm going to punch these guys' heads in. And we're following them. We're driving. And they pull into the power station. And, um, and my mate's like, I'm going to fucking kick their heads in. I'm going to bash these guys. And, like, what? and I'm like, why, man? And he's like, because they need to learn. I was like... What from you just going up and telling them they're wrong and like traumatizing him? And now anyone who's like is against not throwing garbage out the window is the person that bashes them. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. that opposite belief system. I'm like, you're not going to get anywhere telling them they're wrong. Yeah. He's like, and I was like, so don't do it, man. He's like, no. I was like, well, what are you going to do? Then I go see what I go watch this, and I didn't know if this was going to work. And sometimes it probably wouldn't, or a lot of times it probably wouldn't. But I got that. I had the garbage in my hand. I walked past them because we parked behind them. Walked past them. I was like, said, oh, you had some stuff blowing out of your car. I didn't say they threw it or anything. I just said, oh, there's some stuff blew out of your car. It's all cool. I grabbed it. I just kept walking, went and put it in the bin. They didn't say anything. You know what I mean? They were just like, oh, no, I think the guy was like, oh, thanks, man. Like, we was just like real taken back. But I can guarantee like that might have more of an opportunity. Oh, my God. Being the yes. cha- you know, yeah. of like getting them stopping to do it. I'm doing like being the change I wanted to see. I want to show them like I'm going to put the garbage in the bin, you know. I mean, I'm just thinking like, you know, I don't know what went on in their mind. All I know is that over Kelly, oh, Kelly, fuck. All I know is Kelly went up and bashed him. 
<laughs> like they would, you know, there wouldn't be no opportunity for them to learn. <laughs> They'd be laying in hospital, like, yeah. using all these packages of things and getting thrown away. Well, for one, <laughs> he's chosen to be angry. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's not gonna like. At the end of the day, he's probably not gonna feel too good about himself when he fucking no way. really hurts two people, and then like it'll just like, like he's, he's not gonna, gonna be like in jail, it. man. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's just that's that, that's that trigger, angry in the moment. And then the headlines would be Savage Greeny, right. you know, fucking destroys two people. It's like, oh, I know, then would lose. Like, would the lose green like, movement like, doesn't need that guy, man. Like, fuck, that'd be horrible. Yeah, yeah, there's this one girl that used to work on the stations. Man, some of the things I've seen when I used to work in construction, that like there's this sign out in um, King Arroyo that says, more mines, more jobs, more money. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, yay, more mining kind of thing. And I'm just like, whoa. And then, you know, there's this girl, uh, I can't remember what her job was, but she has this like done up full drive, like, mm. and she's got this big sticker on the back that says, fuck the greens, going straight <laughs> across the back. And like, because like, you know, anything well, green means like no jobs. That's what's been bred in, into it. Yeah, it's like, sure, sure. You know, it's yeah. just like, well, we won't be able to put a mine there and then there won't be jobs if like, you know, the green sword's like, yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting. Huh? It's like, it's, yeah. And, you know, and, you know, the most amazing part about it is all, everybody's right. You know, that's mm. what's so freakishly weird, right? And mm. this, this, the reality that we live in, Mm. There's 8 billion different ways of doing it, right? Mm. And it's sort of like, wow, fuck, that's so interesting. So how do I, you know, and it's the same thing Rasta did. It's the same thing you did with those guys when you dumped the, the stuff in the trash, you know? You mm. actually showed them how to do it. You yeah. actually showed them how to love. Mm. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of like, and it was pain-free. It didn't hurt them at all. It's kind of like, and they kind of go, they're, they're sitting there and they're going, whoa. That didn't hurt, and I learned how to like take better care of the environment, you know. Or I can see how another person would feel that it needs to be thrown away, or so. You got your whole message across mm. by being sort of kind to these guys. Yeah, it's like it's like an easy pill to swallow. Yeah, you know, you can all of a sudden because of you, these guys can actually do the same thing. It's like fucking, you know, and that's how the, that's the world yeah. changing. That's like, that's the love that we spread is what's going to change the world. It's like, fuck man, I'm, this conversation is just making me feel so, cause I know, like I feel guilty when I know that I react out of trauma or that I'm not being the best I can be. I feel guilt and shame. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's that's like, so I know bad. it's there and I try <laughs> and hide it. So no, but I'll, you know, you try and like justify it yeah. and you can always justify it. But you know, deep down, when you're like, nah, like I could have done that better. That could have done a lot better, yeah. You know? I actually just... start to get kind of sick now if I do shit. Mm. You know, it's like if I'm, you know, power tripping or I'm doing something. Uh, yeah, it just kind of actually physically sort of makes me queasy. Like I know, mm. and I think it does to everybody. That's the thing. It's like your body will always tell you what the fuck's going on. You know, mm. if you just drop in long enough to feel it, you know, like if you said something shitty to somebody and you'd actually stop long enough and feel what that actually feels like to say, you'll kind of mm. get kind of gross feelings in your guts. 
you know it's sort yeah. of like oh that's not that comfortable or there's anxiety there there's tension there there's this or there's that there. i'm noticing there's something there right yeah. versus like if i've got no axe to grind with anybody i feel pretty comfortable you know mm. my body is just kind of like you know it's cruising along it's not full of cortisone and fucking adrenaline and all these kind of things which kind of be really fun if you're surfing but if you're being pissed off mm. it's kind of like a little bit not good for your body you know I feel every time we talk it just makes me feel good about life mm. but you know what it does it makes me want to create a just makes it reminds me to give myself what I want mm. you know what I mean it mm. reminds me to create that because mm. I was just picturing before I was like oh and I said oh I want to I was like oh I should go for I want to go for a walk tonight mm. and I was like oh you know oh I'll tell Shelby and I was like oh I want to go for a walk along the beach tonight with Shelby Wow, that's even better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then I'm like, awesome. oh, I want to give that to myself. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, well, how nice would that be rather than go sit it? Yeah. Yeah, isn't that I'm gonna trippy? Do that. I'm gonna isn't that trippy, man? I go for a walk. I bet she's. She, do, you, do you know what I love? Uh. I know she's going to be so excited too. All right, dude, 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 dude. Yeah, yeah let's get out of here. This has been fun. I'm going to go eat dinner. Yeah. Oh, Shelby. you're going to Shelby? Yeah, I'm going to go for a walk with us. Yeah. I'm going to go down the beach. It's just such a nice night. It's going to rain the next week. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's not going to be good. Yeah. Well, it's going to be good. It's going to just be wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> We're going camping next weekend. Oh, that's good. It's going to be fun. I hope you guys like this episode. Now, remember, I've got prizes to give away for whoever shares it for me. Go on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review, subscribe, put it on your social media story, tell your mum. Send me a message, send me a screenshot, or I'm just going to see it on Apple Podcasts anyway, or I'm going to see it on social media, and every week I'm going to pick someone and I'm going to send them an Opinal Knife or a Diaries of the Wild Ones t-shirt. Enjoy, guys, and thanks for listening. Do it like a double.